This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan. AKA the conspiracy realist. AKA the technology snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles. AKA only debate my equals everybody else i teach also known as juice because all the hoes say ju ice young caesar because you know you can't roam without me mister if you don't like me fight me i got kicked out of noah's art because they couldn't find another animal just like me aka the west side t'challa the new leader of wakanda don't debate me debate your mama A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief, Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speak it on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch all rise. Um, yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast episode three seventy six. Three seventy seven. No, it's not. It's not. We was we was approaching three fifty. The counts off. Oh, I'm thinking of uh 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 this week in culture numbers and shit. So we at three forty seven. Okay. Three forty seven. Uh yeah, I mean it's a whole bunch of them bitches, dog. It's a whole bunch of them. I just want to make sure we cause we was talking about doing something for three fifty. Uh what? I don't know. Do like a, a special I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's only like three weeks away. Maybe we should play that <laughs> like <laughs> earlier because uh, you know the holiday and all that other good shit yeah we got a couple good guests lined up so yeah reach out me today we got some something else going for the top of the year as well okay to get our uh you know black men's mental health together all right I'm and with um, it. mindfulness and all that other good stuff you know what i'm saying that's coming up soon okay uh Anywho, uh, how was your week my brother man week was good i wanted i do want to give a shout out to uh I went and appeared on another pod this week for uh, their team called the Sandwich Crew. The name of the pod is I'm Not As Think As You Drunk I Am uh, yeah, is, is yeah. the name of their pod. Uh, me and Cap been talking back and forth for like a year just on the socials. And he invited me out, man. So we had a good time talking about wrestling, a bunch of life shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas going through ups and downs. And we said we're going to try and get them get them in here with us for an episode. Cool cool group of dudes. Shout out to Kobe, Big Mo, Cat. I appreciate the hospitality. And they live stream yeah. theirs, too. So that was a nice little little aspect. Start focusing Cap on the, in the uh, app that you didn't like, Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought I knew Clubhouse <laughs> was going to crash and burn. I saw it. You ain't see shit. I saw that shit. <laughs> I saw that shit. shit. Niggas talking. 
Why are you talking on the podcast? Go I'm, ahead, say, say I'm saying like <laughs> go niggas, ahead, say it. Like this whole the etiquette of, of of Clubhouse, how that shit was set up, like it was good idea, bad execution in the long run. I just didn't think that shit was really going. I thought it was like a flash in plant in a pan. And once they took that exclusivity from it, like and just let once it turned into Instagram and they just let anybody in the motherfucking gates, like eh. well everybody else took it. Twitter just shut theirs off yesterday. But once Twitter Spaces got like I don't, I don't be in Twitter Spaces, but that shit is always at the top of my journey. And niggas be in there talking about nothing, about nothing. Well, it be sometimes it. It be a, it depends on what your timeline feel like. The regular Detroit nigga timeline, just a bunch of random niggas from the city, and it's definitely not gonna be no <laughs> talking. But like, if you in a particular field or demographic, or you follow certain things, it be some interesting stuff in there. Uh, but you know, I could just I, I could see a Detroit room is just a, a bunch of bunch of niggas that claim they got buffs and calling each other poor, poor ass nigga. Poor ass niggas. A lot of the timeline madness that used to go down in the city just was in the spaces. You know what I'm saying? So, was niggas getting exposed in the spaces? I don't be in there. No. <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, listen, man, we got a. Uh, anything else happen? Matter of fact, before I, before I jump off that, man, just pray for me. I'm trying. I'm trying to take this burden and this feeling of rage and negativity that I have in my heart towards somebody. I'm just trying to get it off of me. Mm. I know nothing good is going to come from that shit. It's the holiday. I feel like I was taken advantage of in a situation, but I don't want to hang on to that shit because I... L-I-G, let it go. Because maybe it's just a feeling and I'd and I be the main nigga, but it'd be like feelings ain't real. That's a fact. So maybe I should just, you know, follow my own advice, but just, just say a prayer for your, for your player partner. For sure. Oh, and I recorded another episode of Dame After Dark. So we'll probably drop that, I don't know, sometime next week, just for the fuck of it. I uh, had a guest in here. Uh, her name is Alessa, you know, from Cocktails and Cocktails. Um, Top not. To, so not we, had, we had a nice little conversation. She's wild. She's wild. So I look forward to, like, unleashing that on everybody. That's what's up. Uh, we also got a, another guest in the building. Yeah. One of our, uh, low key, uh, I'm trying to think when we first started coming in this studio. He's been with us downstairs, for a long time. You know what I'm saying? First year we was in here, 2016. Um, was like, no, that was, I guess that was like late 2016, early 2017. We've watched both of our dreams and babies just like grow and grow legs. Like yeah. From, just dirt and a seed to like you know something something way bigger. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a returning guest. Uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. I know he brought some intros, dog. I mean, it's been he didn't been here so many times. He got intros. I know he got intros. I didn't even ask him. I'm gonna put him on the spot. I ain't got no intros. Oh. I just got a name <laughs> change, man. You know, y'all 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 always acknowledge me as Pharaoh, but I'm Big Rock for Pump now, man. So. Okay. Uh, I just got to change my name change. I think I'm going to retire Pharaoh Rafa on all the socials. Holla big, if you hear me. Big Rafa Pump is your hookup. Holla if you motherfucking hear me. I, I mean, you burn a belt with you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I, don't think, I think Jay will let go of WCW by time. Uh, big but, Papa Pump? Okay, there you go. What are you talking about? I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how... You know, y'all are clown me about some of the wrestling that I enjoy watching. Yeah, because so. you 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 in the 2010s still. Somebody, hey, did you see the midget wrestling last night? 
No. Doc, going to see midget wrestling. Tomorrow. It is tomorrow. I'm not going. Because it's that's like it's an a, hour away. Yeah. I don't I just didn't want to make the drive. Now if one of y'all want to roll with me, like nah. we, we two man it, I'm nah. I'm with it. All the good wrestling is out is, is out of the city, man. It's you gonna have to drive. Marysville. Yeah. It's not that don't even My, sound fair. Micro midget wrestling, man. I'm straight. When the next time you gonna get that opportunity? I wonder if it's gonna be some midget women there. Cause where they hang out at? I, I ain't I, never ran into one like a black. You one. ain't never seen one like at the mall or something. I seen a black cute one on a uh, in a dating show. Okay, she had a bad attitude though. Would you date one? Uh, it depends on how cold she was. <laughs> I don't know. I re- I know that dating show you talking about. She was. She was an asshole. Okay, let's just go by the look though. You alright? Would you? Would you? We just saying just a date. I, I don't know. I I legitimately do not know. I really don't know. Cause a little, cause I don't want to like fetishize somebody. Cause a little portion of me kind of curious. You feel me? But that's not right. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of curious. But she, it's a, she got to know a little bit in the back of her head. Like, I know she was all. She was like, I wanted, I wanted him to talk about it more. Like my nigga, he was like, all right, you sure? All right, let's keep going on with the date. And she was all. It's probably it, it might be like a turn on or something for her. Like I, I do it. I don't give no fuck. I do it. I mean, but who's you date her? Like he taking her around? Like you? Like the question is, what is not? Would you have sex with a midget? You said, would you date her? We could we could go out like at least three times. Three. That's not really dating somebody. That is. That is. You you know after you know date number three. That's like the make or break. Like either we gonna keep doing this or like. Eh. So what I'm saying is, would you keep doing it? Like would you like on oh, some something long term, not marriage, but like a continual thing. <laughs> I don't think you would. I'm open to it. Right. I'm going to just say I'm open to it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm That's open to it. I don't know. I mean, what would you think? Big though? pussy still pork. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would be kind of weird because it's like a a small child. And I don't know if I can. No, know, man. It's, it's, it's a grown woman. I understand. It's a grown that. woman. I understand that. But it's so small. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I want to. I want to use somebody as a comparison, but I don't want to be inappropriate. Is it a rapper? No. Oh, that's not the same. <laughs> no, no. I just want. <laughs> that's not the same. <laughs> you don't know what. Maybe. Never mind. I never know what mind. you was about to say. That's not the same. Never mind. It is it, like the same. Like it's legitimately not the same. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, dog. Um, <laughs> I do it. I do it. Fuck it. I'm fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't date short chicks, so I don't really. You know what I mean? It's, 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 what's the what's the what's the height? You be like ah. Five five is the limit. Really? <laughs> five five is really the limit. Anything you you really like, cutting out a lot of a lot of the population. That's they be like five three five four. Yeah. All right. Well, I can make that exception, and I'm eyeballing it at that point. I don't mm-hmm. really know, but. I think if you were in that four eleven, I probably know you were in that kind of count straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> it it we not we four eleven legend. It's like, we're not biologically uh, aligned. You know yeah, I mean? it's only one way to find out though. Yo, it's interesting though. Like um, like a man can put out their preferences or what they like and don't like, and you can get like a you tag. misogynistic <laughs> motherfucker. Like a man's supposed to take whatever the fuck get. If some pussy get thrown at you, you just supposed to be happy that it got thrown at you, and you supposed to take it home and warm it up. That's how they be acting. Yeah, 
That's not how that's not how I live my life. And I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't want it. No, thank you. I don't want everything that's tossed in my direction. I I rarely want what's tossed in my direction. Ain't not again. Every now and again. Every now and again. Low key, if if that's probably more accurate. Rarely. Every now and again. More less often than one out of five. Twenty five percent. I'm a good ten percenter. Okay, all right. I don't know. That's a ninety percent pass rate. That's a, I don't know if I'm passing that much, but I don't know. It ain't you know it ain't healthy. And I got a name to uphold. I got a rep. You know what I'm saying? So do I. I got a resume. Can As- you imagine? Because like things gonna look really good for myself in the future. But then somebody come out like I don't want to be a uh, little dirked. Like that one picture that showed up, his baby mama apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, like they used that. They used that like against him, and that's unfortunate because that girl ain't did nothing to nobody. But they used that against him. So they put up the they put him on the summer jam screen. And that's you. This you. Yo, this you is undefeated. <laughs> I'm praying on God somebody don't dish you. Look, I saw one this afternoon where this nigga was talking about like plus size women. Yeah. He don't like to deal with them sexually. He feels like, you know, more slender woman, you know, uh, is more of his preference and meet his needs just fine. Whoever he tweeted went back through all his media and found a picture of his mother who back in the day was a was a very large woman. That's a weird connection when people do that, because I'm not sexually attracted to my mom. So why would that be the example that people give all the time? Because they be like, but look at your mom. Nigga, I'm not fucking my mom. Like, that's not the... That's I not can't the, control my mama being fat. <laughs> like, that's not... That's not <laughs> I the, loved her regardless. I saw somebody online saying that, but, and I was like, that do makes sense. Like, why do people say that? Like, like that's... Because niggas still sensitive about their mama. I mean, that's just... I get it. If you just want to make some fat jokes or something like that, but like when you bring it up, like, but, but look at this. Am I su- I'm supposed to look for girls that look exactly like mine? That's weird. That's nasty. But but in the space of Twitter, it's quick. It's you know, like, ooh, it's like a zing. Yeah. So yeah. It, and, and you and she put the picture of your fat mama up on the summer jam. Yeah, how much your daddy make? What he do for a living? Oh, how much was his first date with your mama? Just be talking about moms. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Your daddy got a house because credit scores didn't come out to 1989. He only needed two check stubs to get the house. That's why Big Mama got a house that y'all sold, by the way. Because you only needed two check stubs. That shit make you mad. Yeah. Like you, you talk about that with a level of like pure disdain. I, I do want to get this off my chest, too. Y'all niggas be talking real greasy about your own parents and about how they failed you with financial literacy and about how they don't teach uh, about credit and stuff. That in shit school. was not banging when they was <laughs> nigga. When you was in elementary was middle school, it just came out. It was new to them too. It came out in 1989, which means it didn't hit the hood to so, 95. So hold on, you you just sitting on your couch one day. I'm I'm just a mat. Just role play with me for a second. Yeah, this is. Jay Johnson, 1989. You just finished a, a long day at Radio Shack. You know, you came home from this brand new fast food place they call Subway, and you're going to eat you some sandwiches and watch uh, motherfucking Magnum P.I. at 9 o'clock. And you open up your mail. You know, you've been in the mailbox shuffling around. You're chilling. You open up your mail, and there's something in here talking about a credit score, and it's just a number there on the screen. It's just a number there on the paper, and that's your new credit score. You don't know what the fuck this shit is. You just got one. Like, who told people about credit stores? Like, was it a government thing? Like, how does that – what does the email – is there email? 
and you know there's like we look at them three major credit bureaus right but it's a ton of them yeah but like i don't understand i was alive in 89 i was seven like i don't get it dog i'm second grade credit scores my nigga i'm learning more so people like um um they failed us. They didn't teach us about financial literacy. Nigga, it just came out. And your mama was 22. She didn't know shit about all that shit. It's not fair. Y'all give y'all parents a hard time, man. They humans. Your mama was still at the dancery throwing that shit in a circle. Your father wasn't human. He trying to get this shit together. You know? But y'all be like, them niggas told me to go to college. That's a good... <laughs> that's a, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, that's a good That's good look, advice. Look, the shit about parenting and... Ralph, I know you can understand this. You just do the best you got. You just do the best you can with what the fuck you got. You do what you think is right. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't go in this shit like let me see how bad I can fuck them up. Yeah. You do what you think is right. Sometimes that shit just don't it don't hit. Oh well. Like as long as they not like really fuck like you ain't did something to really fuck them up, they'll live. They live. You also got to take into account the attitude of a fucking kid. Like I'm I got a five year old. I can't imagine when she become 12, 13, 14. Mm. I can't teach financial literacy the old attitude having ass. You know what I mean? Like, they don't understand. Like, I can't she, tell them. She won't even want to be around you like yeah, that because you old and stale, nigga. I can't you don't tell know my, nothing. I can't tell my daughter I can't afford. I go, we go to Walmart and I can't get her a candy bar, or get her a toy. She have a whole heart attack in that. They, and then she go around, my daddy's poor. <laughs> yeah, we can't get candy. You're not having that <laughs> you know conversation. She's telling them in school. Way, so. yeah. They got CPS at your door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got a Snickers. Uh, I can't get Snickers because daddy said, like, so if credit score started in 1989, you got to get some data before you can like talk about like when when is enough data after about 10 years roughly the year 2000 is when when we got enough data to be like all right now we understand it why graduated high school in 2000 you know what i'm saying like when was the like but if you get rid of it what do you go back to like it's here to stay nigga if you told me if you told me today that shit was like back here, back like what it was before credit score. I just need to take two check stubs and go get me a house. Like nigga, I'll be out. Well, the nobody. check stubs got to prove that you make enough money. For I mean, the I, thing. I get it, I get it. But people like, be mad like that for apartment. Like they said, I gotta have, make three times the apartment. How I'm gonna do this? I'm like, my nigga, if you literally only make enough money to pay the to to pay your rent, I don't want you to live here because something's gonna happen. It's always gonna happen. You blow a tire, your whole your whole monthly budget fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So if I'm renting the house out to you, I already know you got all the power. You got all the rights. It's gonna take me forever to get out the house. If I'm quote unquote too mean for you, you're gonna fuck up my house and I ain't gonna be able to rent it out. It's like I don't wanna rent to you unless I can prove that you make enough money to if a four hundred dollar accident come up, like I'm the one that's not gonna get I'm I don't wanna be the one that not get paid. Right. You feel me? But like Prove that you can pay for it. Let me see what you got in your savings account, checking account, and how much you make, how long you been there. All right, I'll lend you the money. Because when you lend somebody some money, you don't ask for their credit score. You be like, do this nigga got a job? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start looking at him on the outside like, I don't know if he can. Hell, he been working at that job for a long time. I figure he got something. Because, like, you don't get no credit score. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't lend money to somebody that ain't had no job. You get it back. Took a long. You know how a motherfucker give that give you all them deadlines when they need the money. 
I feel look, mean, I need it right now, but look, I got a check coming on Tuesday. As soon as that check hit, I'm going to cash app it right to you. And that Tuesday took about six Tuesdays to come. And then, like, I don't, if I loan you money, I don't want you to pay me back in increments. I want you to give me exactly what I gave to you. So if I, if is that you, how you do when you borrow money? It is. I pay niggas back in the full loan. You I don't, pay your credit card balance off every month? They don't count. <laughs> oh, I'm just asking. That's my money. That's my money. It just revolves. Okay. But no, nah, like if if I if I borrowed a hundred dollars for you, I'm not gonna twenty dollar you my balance down. I get that. But if I owe you a hundred dollars and I try to give you twenty, you say no. I'm taking twenty off the balance. I tried to give it. You don't. You, why, why you refuse the money? Because I want it with the other eighty that's missing. That that twenty is cold by itself. That's cool. I try to give it to you. I go to court. Like hey, I gave it to him. He said no. All right, now I only owe you 80. Should have took it. Also, I'm never going to owe y'all no money. And I'm to the point now that if I don't have it to give, I can't borrow it. You can't, I can't lend it out. Because what if you can't give it back to me? You're already a family friend or a loved one or some shit, and I don't want to be, I'm not about to be, I don't want to beef out over it. So if I, don't, if I can't afford to like give it to you and not be fucked up, I can't give it to you. Yeah, I, I haven't reached that level of maturity. I'm ready to. I could. I don't, I don't want to say that. I'm trying. I mean, like, if I can't do that, side motherfucker. I'm trying to get some shit off of me. I don't even want to be like that. If I can't right. afford to lose it, then I'm gonna tell him I don't have it. Because in real life, if I can't afford, afford to lose, to lose it, it, I don't, don't have it. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be fucked up waiting for you to pay me back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, listen, I just don't have it. But that's it. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I might randomly ask me cash that and like, yo, what sh- can I can you cash at me twenty four dollars? He was a very specific amount of money. I didn't even ask any questions because it seemed it seemed so. This is not a person that would normally ask me for money or ask me for anything, but it was very twenty four dollars. Like, what's your cash app? Then a couple of days later, they're like, uh, I, I I'll send it back when you get my debit. I'm like, I don't need. That's okay. It was just so. It was a very specific. Like, why twenty four? I want to say twenty five. Or that's the last amount I need in order to get what I got to get. Yeah, but it was. It was just so random. I'm like, sure. But, but you know, when that? people asking for an amount like that, they like they probably down. Yeah, like, it's they, not they even they a down. question. Like, here, here it is. Yeah, they down. Like when somebody hacked Pete account on Instagram. And send me a cash app like, yo, uh, can you send me such and such on cash app? And I was about to do it. I'm like, you know what? Let me text him. But he got, I mean, whoever hacked his page got like four or five people because depending on who it is, it's, it's going to be an automatic yes. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? Anywho. Um, Pharaoh or... Yeah, we're going to be fair off for the rest of this episode. You know what I'm I saying? I want you to, I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it, but I looked at him. I couldn't do it. I can't call this nigga. <laughs> is it your you Instagram? Say it all together. Your Instagram name is your Instagram name. I'm going to have to call you, I'm going to call you by your government. If I, I'm going to call you. I'm tired of that, man. I'm tired of that. call me Big Raffle Pump. Nah, I get it. Man, it's been, uh, I don't know, it's been about a year and a half, two years since you've been uh, on our show. You'd have been through here a few times. Yeah. Man, what's been going on, dog? Man, slow motion, really working. You know what I'm saying? Uh, staying out the way, staying out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Staying to the goal and um, store looking good. It's looking, it's looking real good. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, yeah, that's really what it's been. You know what I'm saying? Still out here, uh, feet on the ground, doing a little shit, rocking. And last summer, I went out to uh, to the to the to the store. You know what I'm saying? Saw some progress with the store. Um, and then went out to the field. You bought me some fresh basil out the garden. I did. Matter of fact, 
saw the uh, the guard and you know where the different operations and shit be going down at. Man, it just feel good to to see somebody do exactly what they said they was gonna do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it take it, it take a long time, and I appreciate the patience that I've had with people in the city and people that's been following the project. Who was actually, you know, what I'm saying contributed. I don't think people. We have not been afforded. You know, a lot of people don't get afforded that type of patience. You know what I'm saying? And I've been given the patience, and I, I just really appreciate, it, especially we right there now. You know what I mean? It's the the seed has germinated. The the plant is out of the dirt. You know what I mean? It's ready to. to it's ready. To, you know? What I mean? I'm yeah. I'm excited, and I'm just appreciative. Man. Uh, you know, for folks who listening who may not have been listening back in the other t- episodes and shit that you were on, like. I don't know, 2016 or so. I just seen a tweet on my re- on my timeline retweeted about black men trying to open up a grocery store in the city of Detroit, and reached out and we built this relationship basically on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I consider you a real life friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, for sure. It's crazy what the internet can do. Yeah, likewise. But um, that was a long time ago. However. This shit do n- it's not an overnight thing. I don't think people understand the amount of effort and funding it takes to grow something literally from ground zero all the way up. And so I, I set this question up this way, right? So one of our favorite characters on the show, Dr. Umar, you know, he gets a lot of flack for the school. For open up a school. Now, you're not trying to open up something as I think as I don't know which one is more intricate, to be perfectly honest, but we trying to open up. You trying to open up a grocery store and I don't know uh, from the shit that you didn't tell me. And it's probably 10 times more than that. All the stuff that goes behind the scenes. Do you have like a look? How is like your empathy level towards somebody who may or may not be trying to do something? But like when people don't get the results immediately, how they just attack. Um, I always had the empathy It has amplified. A million times fold after getting into this process. I appreciate the smallest of effort from anything anybody doing, whether it's opening something that I don't think as is as important as my project to something that is like a school. People go through bullshit dealing with the city, dealing with people in the area, other organizations, competition. You go through it. You know what I mean? And um I went through a lot in, in comparison to a school. Like you got to really think about a grocery store. You selling life. Mm. Like you sell the wrong tomato. That's your ass. You know what yeah. I mean? It is so much record keeping that's required. Um, you have not just the city, you have the state, you have the region, you have the federal government overseeing how you sell life to the community. Um, just in the neighborhood that you operating in, you know, the USDA is overseeing that. The FDA could be overseeing that depending on what products you have and things that you're advertising. It ain't easy. It's mm-hmm. not easy. And it's a whole lot of work that, um, the, the, the flack that you get is from people who are not doing no type of work at all. More times than not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's literally what it is or somebody that you might have pissed off along the way. You know, they come online with some stuff, but. Anybody that understands, y'all understand. You know what I'm saying? Building a platform um, from the ground up. It takes too much time. This ain't just a podcast. And people understand it. the real fans of the, the Shop Talk movement from all the different um, shows and things that are on this this platform understand that this shit take time and it is not easy. And 
Um, I know I'm not alone in the empathy because we got a lot of hustlers in the city and they, you know, people that hard, they work hard, they got dreams and passions and they want to get stuff going. And we run into roadblock at the roadblock hurdle at the hurdle that we got to jump over. There's a certain type of respect dealing with that type of stuff. So I'm definitely um, empathetic times a million after going through this, but I always had that knowing that it ain't going to be easy. So I know you line. I remember like when we first had you on, you were talking about like lining up the vendors and things that you that you had planned on using. So now that the process is we're almost there, but it's taking it's taking some time to develop. Do you have to kind of rebuild those relationships or, you know, those doors still still pretty much open for you? slightly? That's why I'm doing the grocery boxes now to keep that relationship as as is. You know, what I'm saying that that project has functions to it. You know, I'm not just taking sponsors, sponsors to buy a box for some people that need it. Now, there's some method behind that madness for sure because I've been having them conversations with vendors and wholesalers for the longest time, and they like, damn, shit, what's going on? They, sometimes they get a little antsy, like, damn, what's going on with the city, blah, 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 state, blah, 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 licensing, blah, blah, blah. It's out of my control, but let's do this. So we started having them conversations with, um, well, amongst, you know, different vendors, and, you know, now I got a piloted box that, kind of got me in operations now but it's all in helping the neighborhood right now so um you definitely gotta uh smooth some kind of some, some folks over restart some relationships it's it, it's work definitely some work okay can you talk about the what you're doing with the boxes currently uh yeah man um the crowdfunding is the thing for me you know i i try to stay away from banks and you know shark investors and all that to do this type of work um, I, I want to hold people accountable. You know, we got neighbors that are hungry and starving. You got other neighbors that's, you know, pretty cool. I don't want to force your hand to make you spend some bread on some stuff like that. But if you well off and you know, your people kind of struggling, you know, uh, spend a few dollars. Um, I'll put together a grocery box for them and, um, make sure that these people are fed. Um, I started that concept in the summer. I was on and off with it because I was still, it's still a pilot. You know what I mean? I don't got it all figured out. I don't even know if this shit really worked, but, um, started in the summer to, um, do some research and development in the neighborhood. Like opening up a store, it can't just be to sell food. I need to know how I need to be positioned to anchor the neighborhood. Mm. Like, what help do you need? Um, because it can't just be all food. There's a reason why you can't afford to come in here and shop. It got to be you need a job. You might need more money. You might need some other stuff. I need to be a conduit for that. So the grocery box allowed me to do that in a grassroots way. You know what I'm saying? Because like right now, a food metrics report came out. Um, food insecurity is at 70% in the city. That's damn near everybody in the city. What what does food insecurity mean? People are not able to feed themselves adequately every day. Mm. And 70%, that's people that's making 36K and up or anybody that's outside of poverty, that's they within that metric. Yeah. It's people that make good money who can't fucking eat. You know what ends up happening is I'm going to go get me a hot and ready. I'm going to go to the Coney. I'm going to do this or that. And these people got families and they can't. You speak about it oftentimes where it's like, man, I had $8 and I'm going to Del yeah. Taco. That's not just a poor people's issue no more. There's people that make very good money who still cannot um, feed themselves properly and it's affecting everybody. So, you know, diabetes ain't stopping at the poverty line. Everybody affected by heart hypertension, yeah. um, different types of heart disease, et cetera. So most of the city is food insecure right now, but food wastes high as hell too. 
So you got like this influx of food banks and shit like that. And all they do is get money from big, you know, lenders or granders or whatnot. And they just put a box together and give you some food. You know what I mean? They don't take into account some people vegan for dietary reasons. Like, mm. I can't eat this shit. Yeah. But, hey, you beggars can't be choosers. Come get this shit or whatever. So We selling all pork sandwiches. Today. Yeah, we going to give you whatever. You're going to take it. I'm looking at it a little differently. I want to curate a box given the needs in the neighborhood. So you have a pocket of vegans in my neighborhood. You got a pocket of people who are diabetic and heart disease and things like that. Y'all pay me X, Y, Z for a box. I'm going to put together a specific box that's catering to these different health needs. That's why I need partners to do it. And you getting served. Now, education is, is lacking, too, on food education. I mean, in, in the food system where it's like, you know, Big Mama gone. Them recipes and mm. that, that shit ain't there no more. So I got money. I got the time. But I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the kitchen. Now, nah, that's where Texas Diaspora come in now. Now, we want to give you the education and connect you to the culture, the history of food. You know what I mean? I, don't, I never said soul food was bad. You eat the shit every day, you're going to die. But you eat anything every day, you're going to be in a bad space. But we can't disconnect from our culture. You know, don't throw the ribs away and the fried chicken and all that shit. So we're introducing that along with healthier options all in one box. We want yeah. to address food insecurity. We want to address food waste. We want to address culture. We want to address, you know, pretty much a, we want to touch a lot of many stones, as many as we can. We want to turn them over um, all in this box. So um, this is the third week consecutively that I um, have been doing it. It's all grassroots. I, I just got um, a partnership with American Heart Association. That's big. Um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, so I'll that, tell you why that's big for me and why I connect. Because, like, all through elementary and middle school, we did, I don't know if you remember, Jump Rope for Heart. Okay. Like, and you would go to the Jump Rope competition um, in the gym and how many you can go without messing up. But this Jump Rope for Heart was like, it was like a big thing in middle school. You got the the water bottles, the whole nine yards. It was like the from the American Heart Association. And it's funny that like growing up in the quote unquote inner city, it it did always used to be companies and different shit reaching out and trying to help. But we'll get older and be like, yo, these motherfuckers ain't never cared about us. Like I legitimately remember I said on the pod before, Yahoo coming to our school. Telling us to take this information home and see into your parents about this internet shit and this web browser, whatever, whatever. I found that shit years later in some paper. Dog, like I was watching the episode of Living Single the other day, which I have to agree with you and Ant out of those four shows, Living Single was was really hot garbage. But on Living Single, on this episode in particular, they were trying to get online, like through a dial up connection, get on the internet like it was brand new. Shit was crazy, like, but like, nigga, we've seen the inception of that shit, like that. A lot of things that, a lot of help and a lot of services that have probably been offered and or rendered um, that you don't remember is because you was just a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm running through school. I want to go to the gym so I can jump rope. And I thought the water bottle was really cool. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to be better than everybody else. You get you get some kids, some shit at school, give them a little swag. And it was like a they'd be happy as fuck. And it was some sort of we we I don't know if you sold something or what however you you went through the little championships or whatever, but like jump rope for heart every year was like a big thing. And it's from this company. So I see something from that company, right, wrong, and different. I feel something because you got a I, personal connection you know because I mean? of your experience. I yeah. get you. And you know, that amplifies the the grassroots 
you know what I'm saying, kind of vibes. And I think that, you know, for the longest time, for decades, actually, you know, organizations like American Heart, Cancer, Diabetes, whatever, they targeted maybe like an A-list celebrity or they just targeted, they have the wrong people in the right positions. You know, mm. these people could actually, you know, do what you spoke to, but the wrong person was there. So we swing in the bat, missing the ball. Um, you know, we'll try to get a Cardi B to advertise the work we doing. And it's like, Cardi B going to get likes and clicks and shit like that. But is she from adults, actually, but the kids, she's like, not going to get the proper engagement. So a lot of these organizations, now they're like, well, we're going to go with, you know, the local stars and maybe a C, D or F celebrity. And, uh, we'll get more engagement because they're actually in the community and they're not necessarily, we don't check off all the boxes. Like a lot of us are not nonprofits or whatever, but we doing a line work and they finding loopholes around. And that's what America Heart did for me. I, I gotta, you know, not on no ego shit. I just feel like I've been opening up so many doors for people with just the fight of trying to open the store. I done been, I done been at every table. Mm. I done talked to everybody. And then change so much shit that so many people can benefit from. I don't talk about it a lot, um, but it's always ripple. You always hear somebody say like, shit, dog, I wouldn't have been able to do this if dog didn't do it. If he ain't say this to so-and-so, I wouldn't have got that grant. I wouldn't have got that opportunity. I know this American Heart Association thing finna blow up for a lot of people That's from the little. fight that I done fought for years with them. Some little shit. Like, we couldn't use the logo back in the day. You know, I start working with them. I'm like, well, shit, I'm, this don't make no sense for me. Shit, I can't even say we partners when y'all policing my social media and shit like that. I posted, like, they logo one time. I got, like, flagged and all type of shit on the ground. I'm like, this ain't the partnership for me. And I, it severed our relationship for years. And now they come back like, no, what you was right. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. I'm not doing this to be malicious to y'all. Yeah. We got to make money. We got to work. It got to work. It got to work, and it got to work equity. Yeah, and when somebody see me affiliate with a brand that's attached, I'm gonna listen to him a little bit now. Oh shit, he is doing the, the full boxing, the grocery store, taking yeah. the sport. Like, all right, it give it lends some credibility and vel- uh, uh, some credibility. So like, yeah. and I guess that's what you probably want because you reached out to me. Yeah. So help me in this. Process. But I I don't even understand how we can be true partners and like I can't even. Like I'm not a logo isn't asking for much of shit. Like mm-hmm. how how do we build a partnership? And I can't show that I'm part of the brand. I can't show that I'm included. It's not a partnership then. On the other hand, um, from like a company in corporate, we in a cancel culture. Pharaoh do something wild, and it was like he got an American Heart Association. What do you? What do you? What is your stance on such and such? Mm-hmm. They probably got burned. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a prestigious company, like I can't necessarily. Just have everybody using a logo. And it'd be like, because we in this real pretentious society where Soft anything, society. anything that's can be linked back to a bigger company, we're going to take it to their door. Mm-hmm. What do you think about? Like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't think about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, then they got a bottom line issue too, because it's like, shit, if I bought in a million, if a person really feel like they know they worth, they're going to ask for a little bit more. They, they offered me, it was $20,000. This is in 2018. And for that reason of I couldn't use y'all logos or likenesses in any of the work that I was doing, I turned the money down. I didn't want it. But it's like if I really knew my power in 2018, I could probably ask for more money. And it's like the more for the longest time, I feel like these organizations treated as though it was day money. You know what I mean? Mm. Most of these groups do. It's like 
the person that hold the position, it's not your fucking money. Like, if I ask you for twenty thousand more, it ain't yours. Shit, they y'all gonna get it right back, and you gonna get your ROI. Did don't own fucking tax write off. Yeah, or whatever. like y'all gonna win regardless. We the ones that scraping the fucking pot. We taking the sacrifices with our own personal money and our own personal lives to do this shit. And we ask for a little bit more. It's like, damn, we feel like we taking out of our pocket to really, you know, y'all ain't. It's not y'all money. This shit was some rich person gave you this shit to, you know what I'm saying? For this exact same for reason. For this same reason, but y'all don't want to pay much. Like, shit, if y'all giving me 20, what masterpiece say? If you offer me a million, I'm probably worth 10. 10. Shit. Yeah, so you offer me 20, I'm probably worth more than that. But I take the 20, I just need. A little bit more than this 20. Can I use the logo? Can I? Whatever. It's like, nah, you could tell people, but nah, we, we not giving you no money. I'm like, all right, well, I'm straight. You know what I mean? And then once we start having conversations again, nah, I, I appreciate y'all coming back and circling back, but everybody that y'all work with in the city, y'all need to let us use them logos and shit. And if not, then we good. Because everybody will start. I know for Detroit specifically, if you don't show, if we've been showing you love and you don't show love back, we ain't fucking with you. Not at all. So if Cartier ain't been doing what they've been doing, showing love to the Detroit artists and in Detroit tastemakers, so to speak, who been putting on Cardis for for decades, if y'all wasn't showing that love at some point, we're gonna be like, nah. But they showing love back because they yeah. understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they like, oh, you showing love back? Oh, you gave custom buffs to such and such and such and such. I know it may seem trivial to people not from here, but that's a big. That's a that, what 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 kind of Detroit or what kind of big award can you like equate that to? That's like when uh, <laughs> I wouldn't seen Avatar two earlier today. How was it? Uh, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll say that I enjoyed it. IMAX or three D. Um, but the saying is. I see you, right? For when a company say I see you, it means something. Yeah. Like if we've been we've been putting on your brand and we got all the other people putting on your brand, fam, say you see me. Yep. If I've been putting in work for years, Just give me say a you see me. Yeah. Cause I'm not doing it for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it for the love, but like appreciation and gratitude, like fam, say you see me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's really, that's really, really what it is. I remember when I first started this, this mission, I met so many celebrities, rappers, local, national, whatever, and I would drop so much game because I'm more than just a fool guy. You know, we talk about life, anything. And it was like, I would see a motherfucker like quote the shit in some graphic online and it's like, damn, I didn't get no credit for it. I gave you that, you know what I mean? Or, and it was just like, I show, let these motherfuckers know you see me. The, the, all you gotta do is speak on it. If you speak on it, it's gonna help my, it's gonna help me out just a little bit. And well, if that you little, help me out, I help you out. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's free for you and it takes me over the top. And I met so many people and still do. And it's always like I'm, it's like a closeted thing, you know what I mean? So that's when I really just start fucking with a lot of folks. Like, nah, if you ain't going, you know. You, you got to support, support me in public. Yeah, if you ain't going to support me in public, I don't need your private support at all, you know what I mean? I was talking to one of our, our previous guests um, about who had a podcast and explaining. And I hear it all the time where, like, a guest would come on a pod and they won't never say nothing that they was on the pod. Yeah. Like, damn, why'd you even, like... I'm not using you for promo, but like, why wouldn't you want to like put your face out there? Like this, this helps you too. Yeah. Especially if you ask to be on, (laughs) 
Like you ask to be on here and then don't share it. Everybody just be too cool. You know, like like if you support <laughs> I hate the term, but like niggas be like, you dick sucking. Like Yeah, I was just about to say that. And that's really what it is. And that's that's where it really irks you. It's like, I motherfucker, I didn't reach out to you. You reached out to me. You was in my DMs. Hey, hey, big bro, or hey, look, I, I respect the love. What don't you big do. bro me, dog. P- pull up on me. I don't pull it up to so many studios, and you know, had the Gary Vaynerchuk kind of convos with these rappers on financial literacy and all that shit. And then you'll see it online, like make sure you get life insurance, motherfucker. You weren't thinking about it till I told you to. You weren't thinking about none of this shit until I gave you. The gym that you using and now you getting thirty thousand likes. To take Light a bulb went out like, damn nigga, that's a that's a real. Yeah. <laughs> using me for me reals, nigga. Use me for <laughs> don't use me for reals. Use me for reals. <laughs> that's, I like that. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> that's a real. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious, dog. Man, but listen, dog, you doing your shit though. You know what I'm saying, like. Uh, it ain't just show. It's the work. Uh, I see some of the work behind the scenes and some of the frustrations behind the scenes. Um, but you know, you gotta, your, your rep is still good over here. And it'd be a lot of people, uh, who I see, uh, will go through it in the media. This not even local, but like most recently, whether it's a Kanye or Kyrie or insert person here that's get canceled, right? And it just seemed like all the people that be fucking with them, they 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 get real quiet and they go to ground while they going through their trauma. Mm-hmm. Man, there's certain people that while they in the midst of their trauma, I'm a, I'm gonna be loud as hell for my support, no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> may not be good for me, but guess what? That's my I do a who's man's this every week. But, if that's my man's, that's my man. But sometimes that just be all a nigga need is to get back up on his shit, just a little boost. Like you ever, you ever did something like really fuck, like you did something bad or fucked up, mm-hmm. and like you you can admit like, damn, I made the mistake, and I want somebody, I want whoever I wrong to forgive me. Yeah, and then they don't. Sometimes you just need someone to put an arm around you. Like mm-hmm. I see you, we we good. I. I know this shit fucked up, but like you're not gonna be down here forever. We we all need just sometimes that kick in the ass, like or or just that just that comfort to, like yeah, deep down inside I know th- something gonna be all right, but like some reassurance from somebody else, like a, a connection, like that shit that shit can make a world of fucking difference. It can, man. Just but, one person to believe in. And the thing with that is like you describing real shit. This shit that be happening online, that shit don't be even be weird. weird. Shit. It don't even it be weird. <laughs> it be fake. Like you mad? You don't. You don't even care. You don't care about this shit. You know what I mean? I didn't in my episodes of people calling me a thief or he he ran off with the money where the store at shit like that. It be from like I said from first, niggas that don't know shit about a motherfucking know, store owning shit. shit having shit. We had the 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 Tucker Carlson incident that was <laughs> on my. On my page, I was getting was attempted to. These motherfuckers they was trying trying to shred me in my DMs. And when you when I look back at it in retrospect, it was many times. It was it's always somebody that you you know that shit is still trending on my page. It, it, I mean, I I would I believe it, but point, every single day, yeah. But with that whole thing, like when I posted it on my page, the people who I got the loudest bark from was people who got they felt wronged by some shit like. One dude, he hopped on, he hopped in the uh, video. He was commenting, 
you know, he said some weird shit, but he was just in my DMs like weeks prior. You know, what up, big bro? Let's link. I, I want to pick your brain. I ignored the message mistakenly. I, you know, I'm not that type of person, but I mean, if I see a message and then 10 more pop up or whatever. I, I'm just doing something else. Maybe I, forgot, I just forgot to get I, back I, to it. We are human. I, I genuinely forgot. I know dog was tight because he, he followed back up like the next week. Like, oh, I ain't trying to be weird. I'm just trying to, you know, build with you. Forgot again. So then, once the video pop up, that's oh fuck this, fuck this. Let me let me play the video and tell me tell me what part of this. Let me give you the backdrop of this. Okay. What I meant by this, so what this conversation is about. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it first. Someone punished for lying. That's just the last time you saw someone punished for lying. No one's ever punished for lying. You can lie all you want. What you can't do is tell the truth about something important. That's dangerous. You will be punished if you do that. And many are punished. That's it. I, I know it's in the context of something else. I know there's a, a piece of it that I'm. But like it came from Tucker Carlson and black people, if they see it from there, it's bad. Mm -hmm. No matter if it's correct. This is right after Kanye was going through his thing, after Kyrie, Kyrie was, was going, going through his thing. And what this was talking about specifically was the case with Nancy Pelosi's wife that allegedly somebody broke into the house and attacked. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's husband. husband or whatever. I've stayed away from that shit, but something really weird's going on there. Right. And then a, 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 play, a, a news reporter from NBC put a piece up, stated what exactly happened. And they deleted his post and they made a comment saying he shouldn't have posted it because he told the truth. So what that was like, you don't get in trouble for lying. You can lie all you want. Politicians lie every day. Right. But if you tell the truth about something important, i.e. Kyrie or i.e. Kanye a little bit a couple weeks ago, we're not talking about the other shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like if you like nobody can take the message. It's like but 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 look who it came from. Yeah. And they start attacking the nigga. Yeah. And and you know so it, I sent you some of the messages with it was one it was one weird weirdo in particular who was going it was a it was a female too and I don't get I hate arguing with women and I hate being disrespectful but she she really irked me and she was like I'm about to unfollow you I'm like well bitch I was never following you in the first place, so I don't really <laughs> give a fuck but I asked her prior to that because my whole issue was I'm like. What he said was the equivalent of two plus two equals four. He said a whole bunch of meaningless shit. It, it don't mean nothing to you. It hit me because of exactly the Kanye, Kyrie situations like that, where it's like somebody may think they speaking the truth. And guess what? They got, you know, crucified for it. Right. I'm like, so if your mother made that same statement that Tucker Carlson said, you would be OK. She said, I don't get I, I don't get along with my mother. I'm like, but you understand, you understand connotation. <laughs> you like you, you are proving nobody, my fucking point. Nobody understand nuance when it comes to, to anything them, except to them. them. You proving my point. It ain't the waiter. It ain't the food that's being served. It's the waiter serving it. The shit is fucking true to me. Two plus two is four. But because this motherfucker said it is five, nine. No, it don't work like that. I agree with it. Well, you don't understand the kind. I don't give a fuck what his context was. This how this what it mean to me. And this is what I post. And random nigga on the internet, you better understand context. And what how, makes you think you better understand? And how about this? If you are a supporter of me, I'm a support. I'm I'm assuming because you think you know my character. 
if I say something, why don't you give me the benefit of the doubt? No. Because what you're saying is against what the masses are saying. Like, you you saying something different. It's the beehive, and, you know, to, to the point that you was making, even in that moment, you like... Y'all never watched Tucker Carlson. Y'all don't know if this motherfucker racist or not. Y'all was told he was racist, so that's the end. And I'm like, y'all, y'all have acted like y'all like me until I did some shit, y'all. And like, and then it's all, and it was, it was another chick too. Who, but isn't that how how it always goes? Everybody go. love you till you do some shit that they don't agree with. And then when they do some shit that's that you the, do like or that's benefiting them, we can let all of it go. You know? That's why the love is fake. It's fake. You can't read your. To take this from. From a person Another media person You never as good As they say you are And you never as bad As they say you are So all the nice shit That people say to me About podcasts Or this or that I'm not that good In real life I'm not that good Right And all the negative shit That you say to me Or you have an issue Because I said something I'm not that bad I'm really not I'm somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. You know So I try to keep that in mind When I hear When I hear something Or somebody say Some negative shit about me Via wherever wherever it comes from, I'm never as bad as they say you are, and I'm never as good as they say you are. So I don't take it to heart. You know, sometimes people just don't know what to say, and they just want to be heard. They just want an opinion voice. And I saw Nelson. Shout out to homie Nelson Sanders and his brand Dandy. I saw Nelson say something online like, "When niggas see me out in the streets, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tap in with you. I'm gonna come get a suit. I'm gonna, you know, I got a lot of kick it. That's what he's saying. He was like, my nigga, you, we don't even have to do that when we see each other. Just like, Y'all what up? That on Facebook. <laughs> like, what up? Good to see you. Keep doing what you're doing, and you just keep it pushing. Like, hey man, I like the content that you post, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I hope the store works out for you. Yeah. You ain't got to lie to say you about to get a... St- like, you don't got to lie. I'm about to buy some shares, bro. Oh, if you see me, you don't got to lie about... I'm about to start a pot. You don't have to do that. Your people just don't know what to say. They want to say something that sounds supporting, but they just don't know what to say to you. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what you can do? You can like or share. That go a long way, dog. It does. Too long. Ago. Listen, this Tucker Carlson clip, it got... 89,000 <laughs> views and thousands of comments. They put you on a summer jam screen. Every yeah, single thousand when we was I don't even want it there no more. It take it's been taking over my timeline for the last month or so, right? But Instagram's so tricky. When I post something, they'll show me all the posts and all the comments from new stuff, and when that slow down, they'll start they they'll start showing me all the posts from the other one. Like it literally every single day, every time I open my phone, it's all these comments and all these posts. I'm like, "Damn, I don't want to be actually, that's not even me. That's my most viewed. Uh, Instagram is pissing me clean the fuck off. Instagram know what it's doing. Instagram know what it's doing, man. I don't like it though. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a motherfucker. Now they, now, now, now they have um like away messages. Like, um, I don't know if you've seen them yet. Yeah, I'll be posting. But uh, now when you go into like. You can the, update your status. Yeah, you can update your status in DMs now. I don't want that. It's no, coming. Yeah. I don't want. I don't. It's coming. It's on one of because I listen. I don't, it's on I don't, my damn three one three account. I also say I no. Nope, that's I, what they call it. I'm not, down on the right side. You can't talk. Oh, I didn't mean to do this. I don't, I'm not ignoring anybody. I really got six Instagram pages on this on this phone. I can't reply to every message. That's I don't of, see. That's a lot of gramming going on. I, 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 I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Can't do it. I ain't ignore you. I just, I, it's too many. Too many or I forgot. It's just Instagram. What about the Twitter accounts? 
You know what I'm saying? What about the Facebook accounts and the Facebook group messages? And all? It's too much, dog. I don't want to do it no more. I'll be perfectly honest. But you te- you you tuned all the way in. You don't know no other way now. I would rather not. And I know I don't even do it good. I don't even do it good. If I actually had the time, I can do social media the right way. But now I feel like it's a chore. Oh, I got to post something for the pod. I got to do this. We well, get somebody to do it for us. You know, I don't got no money to pay you. <laughs> and one more thing on this Tucker Carlson shit before we move off of it. Point is, motherfuckers be fake mad or just directing a anger and energy in the wrong department. Mm. When the Balenciaga situation came out, who broke that story? Tucker Carlson broke that story. Who shared it? Big facts. Who shared the story? Shade Room. Who did they share? Tucker Carlson. And y'all went outraged and, and fucked you know busy. who followed up? Candace Owens. Yeah. Who supported Kanye when he was going through his shit? Who made a 20-minute video supporting Kanye when he was going through his shit? Candace Owens. I mean, because it's a lot easier to shine the spotlight on some shit that you don't like. Or, and then or the- after the fact, when he went to the, the Nazi shit, she was like, y'all keep asking me to make a video. And why haven't made a video about Kanye? That's my friend. I'm not going to post a video. I'm not going to talk about it. Because that's what you're supposed to do if somebody's actually your friend. You can choose to shut the fuck up. You don't have to come out and say I'm against him. That's you can choose a, to shut the fuck up. But Jay, it sounds simple, but that's such like a it's an unheard concept now. People don't want to shut the fuck up. Well, I got something to say, nigga. Or a black conservative woman who supported him when he was at his when he was really down chose to shut the fuck up while working for a Jewish company. She worked for like the biggest you, Jew. You lost me a black woman. <laughs> Damn the conservative. How many? I know. The, I know. How many black women you know? Listen, shut up. Listen, I get it. I know y'all don't fuck with her. <laughs> how many black women you know know how to shut up? I know y'all don't fuck with her. I understand it. But listen, nobody right all the time, nobody wrong all the time. For a black woman to say all, that she apologizes, she think all her teeth going to fall out her mouth. Like how? Like that shit just does not happen. Shit just don't happen. When the last time a black woman apologized to you, Jason? I don't want to I don't want to paint the picture that black woman don't apologize. It happens. I will. It happens. I will. I don't, and, you know, uh, I don't care. I will. I get apologies. I feel. <laughs> I just got. I feel like a black woman's supposed to apologize to me every day. Come on, man. We not want. We not gonna go in the misogyny route. <laughs> you feel me? Say sorry. I think you should probably apologize more often, dog. And be perfectly honest. If anybody should be apologizing, I mean, you should probably be apologizing. Say sorry to me. Who? You didn't buy me nothing for my birthday. Say apologize to me. Apologize. You know what? A question came through that asked me to ask you. And since both of you guys have uh, daughters, mm-hmm. um, let me ask y'all this. Is there a time where you're going to stop buying your daughter birthday gifts and Christmas gifts? Probably not. Or do you plan on doing that forever? I mean, after she's married. Out the house the whole nine yards. Do you still buy her a Christmas gift and a birthday gift every year, or do y'all are you gonna like chill? Or does it supposed to stop? She may not get like the big dumbass gift, but like your daddy gonna get you something. As long as I can make a way to get you something, you gonna get something. Yeah, gifts for especially for women, that's a symbol for something. You know what I mean? It's a symbol of thought, you know, as a kid. It's just the thing, you know what I mean? I want toys, but when they become an adult, you know, you can send them some little cute you know, 
if she like nutcrackers or something, you send her a nutcracker. Nigga, gift. you send her two hundred dollars. Yeah, you know she be she be happy. You send her something that's symbolic to her. You never gonna stop doing that. Your mm-hmm. son, you know, I think just restore time. You know, what I mean, I get to see my pops. I ain't seen him in a year. You know, we they men men can settle for that. Women they gonna want that, and and I'm I'm all okay for. It. I think the. The older my daughter gonna get, the the cheaper that's gonna get. You know, once they hit a certain plateau, you know, what I mean that shit gonna plateau. I think once they hit like late teens, you probably gotta buy a car and shit like that. But you do not probably you do. Yeah, you gonna have to get a. You do. I was like talking that. to uh about this question. I was like, you know, some of that cut off shit just be like resources. Cause like if you got it to give, like why wouldn't you give it to your daughter? I when I say cut off, like do I completely like. No, I never just completely cut her off. Forgive, like, I'm talking about. Yeah. Not like, what, like, yo, dad, I need help because the car is broke. Or- you know, I, I always, my homeboy father always said this too. He's like, when you have daughters, like, your wallet in your house is always open. Because at any given moment, you got to, like, that's your baby girl. You got to give to her. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of her. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. So listen, uh, this, hmm, how do I approach this subject? We talked about it before. I'll say two things, then I'll ask the question. Well, I'll say one thing, then I'll ask the question. All right. Um, it appears that some men, uh, a good por- portion of them, respect women vertically and not horizontally, a.k.a. I respect my mom. She had me. I respect my daughter. Um, she's from me. But don't respect women or treat women with respect that are on the same level as them, like they they date and marry and things of that nature. Okay. Um. Do you think that's just a man thing? And it is that I was say first question. Do you think that's just a man thing? No, I don't think it's just a man thing, but I think it's magnified more. On men, that's what I think. I think it's a. I think it's mostly. Well, I'm talking about black culturally people from art. Like we be growing up on music, be like fuck a bitch, fuck a bitch. It ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. Like I don't never. The women I grew up with didn't grow up on fuck all niggas. Now currently. The younger women, <laughs> that's something yeah. different. I was going there, but um, you, yeah, that that is true. I was going there. I think that in today's time, it ain't fifty fifty, um, but it's kind of linear. The same disrespect when it comes to a horizontal relationship, whether it's man or woman, I I see it kind of equal. Women don't really respect people next to them, but they'll. Either my you know, son is my king, my dad's yeah, the best. It's vertical is the respect is vertical when it comes to both. Um uh I think it's learned behavior or it's just a lack of trust amongst us each other, you know what I mean? Um it's, it is weird, you know what I mean, but yeah, it, I, I see it in both sexes, um, definitely in the black community. But growing up, yeah, I didn't see that. I we, didn't, we didn't see that growing up. Those horizontal relationships, I don't think we we, we don't view them with the same reverence as we do those vertical situations. They're yeah. they're more expendable. You know, there's it's crazy though, right? Because the way that you feel about your mother, right, is the way that your child feel about the baby mama that you don't fuck with. Like it's the exact same That's their mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you doing whatever quote unquote you doing whatever you do and not you per se. 
you doing whatever you doing to the baby mama, it's like you doing it to your own mother. Because your kid feels that way. It's like, what if you saw somebody fucking over your mother? You damn near hate them. You would. Mm-hmm. Right. So Because it, even after even after I've done the whatever I've done, like and she and the baby mother is at home crying or, or dealing with the after effects, like the baby seeing that. The baby is hearing that. Who did this to you, huh? I know I saw dad call you. Now I hate my daddy. Yeah. And it creates a skewed narrative because I know a bunch of niggas that don't fuck with their baby mamas, but like they love to fuck out them kids. You gotta fuck with your baby. You gotta fuck with your baby mama. You know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, not always. You you definitely no, you get to always. No. Now when not, I say fuck with, I mean y'all gotta be best friends, but you need to be cordial. You definitely get to a point where like the communication dies. Like I don't necessarily have to talk to my ex wife like about nothing. Because even the kids that we have that are still minors, like my daughter finna be 17 in a week and then my my son will be 16 next summer. Like they got cell phones. If they need something, they communicate with me directly unless it's like an issue with like a pickup or an emergency or something like me and her don't have to talk about shit. I don't need to go through her. She's not a conduit to the children anymore. Right. But when you're in Iraq, it don't got to be negative. And, and, if it like, is, and if it is, like, what can she do about it? Nothing. It ain't about what they can do. about. What can anybody do about anything? What I'm saying is like, so. So the a, relationship can be whatever I want it to be. I don't have to keep it cool. I don't have to keep shit cool because we got kids or because I'm going to be around you. If I keep it tense, what the fuck is going to happen? Nothing. No, when you keep it tense with your with the with the child mother, you don't think we just got finished talking about how does the how the child views that. Yes, well they view it differently when they're small, but like eventually them kids grow up, they see the whole story. They what see if that they don't agree with your story. Okay, well they're also allowed to have an opinion. This isn't a popularity contest with my children. I it's a seed planted there, and I will say that there is a diminishing responsibility to Dame's point. You know, the older kids get the less interaction and communication is needed, but you, you, you do, you pays the best dividends if we can all just get along. You know, hey, what I'm my saying? nigga, we was together twenty years ago. You in a relationship? I'm rela- like, whatever happened with us? That shit was a long time ago. Like, so I look- once both people let it go, like, I don't got no heart. I don't got. No, I don't care about what's going on in your life. I don't, I don't got no hard feelings for you because it literally doesn't impact me no more. It's I look at it. From, I look at it from a different way. Like, I just. Like, <laughs> I don't believe like, so it's real easy for me not to give a fuck about relationships that don't benefit me none. Whether we get along or not, we are in the business of raising these children. We don't have to interpersonal. It's like it's a working relationship. I don't like niggas that I work with. We just work together. It just needs to be. Do you treat the people that work better? Not you per se, but if. If it's a working relationship, I bet you treat the people at work better than you treat the baby mama that you don't fuck with because it's going to a common goal. Well, if a stranger at work can get a better treatment, how come the, the parent of my, even if they fucked you over, they fuck, they had sex with somebody else or whatever, like that shit over with. Sometimes. Like, or unless you hold on to the hurt, because that's what it really is. Like, if I'm still angry at this motherfucker 22 years later, like, God damn, it's been I 22 mean, years. I just say for me. And I've talked about it before on the show. Like, I do have a problem with, like, letting go of grudges. Like, I feel like until some shit is even within my head, like, it's always up. Uh, but, but on the flip side, like, so 
I don't go out of my way to be mean. Just hear me out before you start giving me the look, nigga. I don't go out of my way to be mean, but I'm also not going out of my way to be nice neither. Says the nigga who started this podcast saying he was going out of his way to be mean, <laughs> and he's trying not to go out of his way to be mean. But and that's <laughs> but and that's where the seed is planted too, because your child they keep score of that shit. And when and how they keep score is, oh, you don't like my mother. That mean you probably don't like half of me. Because that's half of me Listen little you motherfucker like, You don't know about the history With me and your is, goddamn mama is she, is, is He or she don't <laughs> um, But as a she child She been a bitch for a long time You don't know shit about yeah. that Little nigga Now as they get older To your point They catch the whole story But the seed already been planted That you don't like me If you don't like her If you don't like him You don't like me No, Especially I love you got two parents We got two parents In the child's life And that child loves both parents if, if, they, if, a, if, if these two people who raised me can stop loving each other, then one of them can stop loving me. It's different. It's different. You understand it's different because you're an adult. And, and when you grow to, like, you're not going to be a kid forever. One day you're going to grow the fuck up and you're going to understand I love the fuck out of you, but your mama, I crack her in her shit if I could. But if I, like, you'll, the, you'll grow up and then you'll understand that. I get what you're saying. I understand that. But if I didn't spend the last 10 years of my life saying, fuck you, I hate you, when I get older, it's too late. It's a habit. I already don't fuck with you. Our relationship has been estranged for 10 years because I don't like how you was yelling and screaming at my mom. When 10 years from that, I, oh, I understand. It's too late. The relationship already been screwed. I don't, I don't, as a parent. This has, this has happened in the past. Like, it's not like this hasn't happened. I understand. We just painting with a wide brush. But like, I'm, I think. It's it's a point where you grow up and you understand that shit wasn't all the way that it was it was broadcasted to you. There are layers to stories. There there's layers to information. And I just speak for myself and my own relationship. Me and my oldest son, for quite some time, the shit was like rocky and strained. I attribute a lot of that to just like teenagers, high school, hormonal shit. But like he didn't understand some of the mythology or, or some of the reason why I did what I did until now he's becoming a young adult and he's in, he's seeing similarities in situations. Did I always make the best decisions? No. Sometimes I should have walked away instead of choosing violence. Sometimes I should have handled something with a level about. head, but now he's to a space where like he, he can see the complete picture and make a judgment for himself as me, a grown man, him, a young man, seeing that like we were we're both men just trying to figure shit out. Do you think that can possibly have a backfire? Like, all right, now I'm grown. I do got a decision. Why he picked a fucked up decision? Because I'm picking a different decision. Why would you pick that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it can go the other way, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, once we are both adults, I'm like, all right, I know why he did this or why uh, why a person would do this. But now that I'm adult, I would go to I would go the other route. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, I understand why. Uh, I can understand. I can. I think I can appreciate why people can like hate each other. You know what I'm saying? In a relationship that went went awry somewhere, right? But like at some point, y'all gotta let that relationship shit go because y'all not together no more. Some that should be like forty years old. Like I literally. I, this is an example. Two years ago, I was at a I did a shoot for a graduation party, and the person I shot did the shoot for says, "This is the first time that my father and my mother 
have been in the same space at the same time was at this graduation party. And they've been divorced for 20 years. Like, damn, y'all still hold on to that relationship that long ago? Let that shit go. Yeah. Like, let that shit go. Easier said than done. But after 20 years, like, y'all not getting back together. Like, you still mad? Yeah. Yes, I can still be mad. Yeah. You entitled to feel how you want to feel. Um, I don't think nobody's ever entitled to oh, this well, what it audio was. way to be malicious. The picture I took was the first picture with mother, father, son, and well, mother, father, granddaughter, or grandson, and person. Like, this the only family. This is the only picture this person has with both their grandparents in it. Like, God damn. Nigga. That's we, important to see who you come from. Dog, when you took that picture of my son and our family at prom, that's probably like the first time with maybe like in a decade I've been in a picture with my ex-wife. Fam, that is so important as a child. You know what I'm saying? Like to have a picture with both of their parents in it. Like you, because when you, I mean, I grew up in a house and you grew up in a house where that was the norm for you. Yeah. But that's important. And I don't want to. De- so when people be arguing like I'm not having when somebody in a relationship, you're not taking no family pictures with your baby mama. Nigga, it's not for us. My kid needs to see a picture with mother, father and me. It's for it's for the kid. It ain't just for you. It ain't for me. I don't get I don't benefit. I don't want this bitch no more. Because self like we we look at that shit selfishly, not not through the eyes of what's best for the child, but like it is, you know, we passed on that pain to one another. I'm la uh, y'all gonna laugh at me. And all y'all who listening, who already here, don't tell me I'm wrong and I don't know yet. I'm just trying to tell you right now. I'm trying to do every single thing I can do right now. To perfect this parenting shit I'm telling you I'm trying to (laughs) I get it I understand I understand You don't know till you know I get I I understand all that It's a lot of shit you can look at I'm gonna be the man when I do this I'm saying I'm trying to do everything I possibly can To perfect this parenting shit As much as you can perfect it One thing about them damn kids (laughs) They gonna throw a monkey wrench in some shit nigga Fast and Jason, and, and I applaud you because I, I, under, I understand your passion and that you really believe like. Because I want to be a great father. And I and you will and be. And I want to be a great parent. You will be. And you whatever, will be. whatever comes my way, I'm going to have to find a way around that shit. Because I don't have another option. You feel me? Jay, that's all that's all parenting 101. Like, I believe in my heart, you're gonna be I cannot wait to see you step into that part of your life. I can't wait to see you become welcome to the father the fatherhood club. Because number one, that shit is going to change you completely. I can't wait to see you do it. I can't wait to see the I'm gonna change it. I can't wait to see the woman that you raised this family with because equally she's going to have to be like a different type of she a different type of woman. And I cannot wait to see the crap shoot that God delivers to you in the form of a child. No crap shoot. Excellent. It is. Excellent. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, they say you driving on the road, you got to drive for others. And those odds are much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because people switch up so fast, man. But, 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 but parenting, 
Like my nigga, that is freestyling at its finest. That is driving blindfolded. It's a lot of wisdom out here. You feel me? And a lot of, you know, damn, I hate to keep stealing this person information. You know, they say um, smart men learn from their mistakes. Wise men learn from the mistakes of others. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And you just try to, you know, try to be as wise as possible. Bro, I just want to be life, though. I just want to see you do it. That's all, man. I just want to see you do it. I pray. You know, every day that God gives me long life, I would love to see 20 years down the line with your dope Jason Aloysius, the fourth or whatever you're going to name this. He be junior. Okay. Jason Aloysius, junior. I want to see how you conquered this parenting thing. Because I I have faith in you, my nigga. It's going to be like, yo, this this child going to be special. Wherever it is. I don't have a child coming, by the way. Uh, it is Friday. You know what I'm saying? It is Friday. I do not have one on the way. Nowhere near soon. I don't well, who knows what soon means. I meet somebody tomorrow and boop, 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 boop. And it could be on. But or you don't you forget the robbers this weekend. I mean dangerous. <laughs> 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 Just some rain. But what I'm saying is, this gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Jay, I just pray that the good Lord allows me to see it, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just want to see it because oh, it's gonna I, be it's gonna be a sight. It's you know, I understand how much confidence he got going into it, and I love it. I love it. The eye of the tiger, my nigga. I see it. In, like I know you got it in you. So listen, I know you got it in you, and it may thing. not happen immediately. But like that baby gonna get to like four or five and do something that you ain't never found in any book on the shelf. That you ain't found in the wisdom that's been imparted to you. Projectile shit. For fifteen feet away, like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm. You are not prepared for that shit, and <laughs> Jay, I'm, <laughs> there's nothing worse than you feeding that baby, getting them washed, getting Mama them clean. Okay, motherfucker. Okay, and then that baby yeah. shit all up his back. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm. I, I, so what's so crazy? You're not. Is like I'm. I will be like on the defensive mode the whole time. Like this motherfucker gonna shit on me. Jay. I know this motherfucker gonna shit on me. Jay. <laughs> like uh, I know this motherfucker. Gonna, oh, you just shit. We gonna, we gonna wait about a good ten minutes. Whatever it is. He whatever. he got it all down. You can't tell him. He got it all together. I learned. I learned the hard way, brother. I, I just. No, I can't wait to see it. I learned. I just. Way, I just want to see it. When she got something to do on a Friday and you got to bring the baby up here and now you're doing a podcast with a newborn with a six month old attached to your chest. That should be here. Y'all deal with it. <laughs> Y'all deal with it. Dog, I just want to see it. I just want to deal with it. Please, you know, Lord. It really please, be. Lord. Just that's let content. me see it. That'd be content. You oh, it would be. It would be. That's going to actually give me pay. That's going to be a real for real. You feel? Watch, watching you make a bottle and podcast will be the content that warms uh, my heart, my nigga. Uh, so listen. Uh, <laughs> he got everything down. He got everything down. I, I can't mean, wait. It's all, niggas only been having babies since the beginning of time. And it's you different for every last person. Man, humans is, humans are the same. Okay, Jason. Individually, you might think you're different. Humans are the same. It's the same set of emotions. There's no new emotions. Lord, don't send out. the chariots for me yet. I just got to see there, Jason there, Johnson be a father. <laughs> there are no new emotions. There's not no a new 2023 emotions. It's the same emotions. Jason. They all the same. So listen. I want you to have a daughter. <laughs> and watch and watch that fuck up every plan you got in your head. Why would it? Why would it be amazing? She will be, but that daughter will also change you in a way that you have n- you're not prepared. I will welcome for. it. I'm prepared. Bring it on. Okay, Jay. I'm sorry. That sounds wild. Rough. Uh, <laughs> you listen to whose I, man's I, is this? I hear it. And I can't wait to see it. 
I'm going to tell you that first, before we get off the subject, I had it all planned too. That first day I daughter. had to stay. Oh, so she, 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 she amazing. The, she the GOAT. That first day I had to do it by myself. What? She what? Did. I don't think y'all understand the level of. D- y'all have no idea because y'all just see y'all just see this on the pot. Y'all don't know what I do, Jason. Y'all don't know what I do. <laughs> I um, had to change that diaper. It wasn't nobody there. She, Jason. This is this is. <laughs> I, I I understand that you. <laughs> Look, I put like this. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. I've been that baby in the face is before. going to punch you harder than you've ever been punched in your. I've face. been punched in the face before. I can fight. It is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. You don't know fight till it's three in the morning. You got to be up for work in two and a half hours and you ain't slept all night. You don't know that fight yet, Jason. Right now. Okay. All right, my nigga. All right. All right. I don't know what struggles I I go through. I don't, I don't even want, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, cause you, you doing this to rev me up and I'm just I saying. feel like you're doing this to fuck with me. I'm I don't want saying. to. I don't want to. You got to figure it out, my there nigga. There's literally nothing that I've attempted to do. That I've not been successful at. Oh no, you're gonna be successful. It's just it's you feel gonna me? be some pain on it, you know what I mean? Now, whatever it takes to get there is what it takes. But it's going to be something that he fails at. It's just it's just there what it has is. Been nothing that I've attempted to do that I have not been successful at. Just nothing somebody this weekend, Jay. Like let's just get it over with. I'm just successful get it over at that as well. Just as, get it over as in successful as not doing that. If you're gonna see Jay Johnson this weekend, poke holes in that rubber. Uh, just, just put him on the hook because he got it all together. Now, Farrell, you said you got something coming up, man, on the on the twenty. Other than your birthday, yeah, you feel me? You got something coming up? Um, yeah, man, we doing the grocery boxes every week. Um, I'm doing it on Sundays. I was doing them Saturday. We're gonna do them Sunday. Um, it's just an easier day. We do the packing every Saturday, so tomorrow I'll be packing out. Um. I'm be I'm I'm celebrating Kwanzaa. Mm. Um, it's an open invite. It's it's a family thing, but anybody I consider family can come. We gonna kick it. Um, I got another project, man. It's a website. Um, Virgil had like a VirgilAblo.com, not off white or nothing like that. It was just his name dot com. He had a page called Free Game, and mm. he just dropped. Gems, how to start a clothing line. I, think how to I didn't ra- see that. Somebody posted or something. That shit done inspired the fuck out of me. And I'm launching my own iteration of that. Um, Rafa means Hiller.com. Just chronicling my journey of. You know, Jason means Hiller. In Hebrew, Rafa means Hiller. So it's I, you sweet. know, I, I know all the Jason facts. You feel me? The Hebrew the Rafa means Hiller and Jason is also the only name that is spelled out July, August, September. You October, do that every November. year. You do that every year. I didn't Jason. know that. Now I, I see it now. But Jason was the number ninth, uh, the number nine first name in the country at one point, mm. and Johnson was the number two last name. So it's a bunch of niggas out there with your same name, but it's only one real Jay Johnson. Okay, and I am the real Jay Johnson. Uh, <laughs> if you know how to use that information, you'll be smart. Like I said, I'm the real Jay Johnson. Yeah. Crypto, y'all don't know, but if Crypto. you don't, you know. Okay, yeah. but no, nah, I'm dropping a, a free game website, man. Um, the first thing I'm gonna launch on that site, and I'm doing it on New Year's Day. Mm. I'm dropping my business plan that has the 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 business plan that won me. You know mm. what I mean? The the ins and outs of how to write a plan if you are trying to do something. It don't even have to be as deeply. As uh as intricate as this project, it could be anything. But I know that I can give you some type of help with that. 
Um, just free game from what I have learned in my still evolving journey. I don't know everything, but whatever I pick up, I've always been a, a resource of people that know me. And I just want to be a resource of, of a few folks that don't. So that's what I got coming up, man. February, you know, that's that's Black History Month. We know we go crazy for that, planning for that now. And um, that's pretty much it, man. I'm about to chill for the rest of the year because, shit, I've been running. Man, this has been a hell of a year. 2022 man, was. Hell of a year. It was crazy. 2021 was crazy, too. I don't know which one was crazier. I think um, I probably went through the most personal shit in this year, man, just you know, f- fighting them small battles that you don't post online. I'm going to chill out, enjoy my birthday, blessed that I'm, you know, you know, God will take me to that next weekend. Just enjoy my family, my baby, and all that cute shit. Anything planned in particular for your birthday to celebrate? I'm kicking back, man. I'm going to be chilling, probably get an Airbnb somewhere, invite some folks over, have some drinks, play some cards, just be around some love, you know what I mean? Real, okay. Real chill. Real chill. That sound like a good birthday. That sound like a good ass time. Being alive, you know what I mean. So. That's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a good idea. One one other thing I wanted to talk to you about all these ventures. You know, we had talked about it briefly before we turned the mics on, but your uh, your involvement now with Carhartt. Yeah, man. That's 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 one. That so was I like, like that shirt, man. Look, and I, I know was, that's a Carhartt t shirt up underneath that. Man, listen, I was the first dude with all the flannels uh, this year. And then when I looked up, everybody had them, and I'm with it because I feel like I had a role in that. But I, my family grew up a Carhartt family. My pops were going to work. My uncles and cousins and stuff, they were working men, not the drug dealing niggas and shit, but people who actually worked and used their hands for something, and they all wore Carhartt. To have a, a opportunity to work with the company as an influencer and get clothes and paid, um, you can't beat this shit with a stick, mm. man. I used like I literally grew up watching this shit. And then when I became a gardener full time, you know what I'm saying, playing in the dirt, me and my daughter wear Carhartt and I don't gotta pay for it no more. You know what I'm saying? And I can represent the brand and, you know, just kinda help it grow. The 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 direction that the company is going in in regards to what they're trying to achieve in fashion, they got the workwear locked. You know yeah. what I mean? You you buy Carhartt for durability and work, but they want they want people wearing this shit in the clubs and shit too. So mm. for for me to get tapped to help with that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like that shit's sweet as hell. Yeah, that's, well, a, that's a good look. It. I'm gonna fuck with it. Shit, I didn't know till today. Yeah. I see it, but I didn't know there was a. There was I think a, me and like I I know me and you ran into each other a few months ago. I think I was it was at the speedway. Yeah, it was a speedway. Yeah. yeah, and I just mentioned it to you. Was it you know? Because me and you have had some other talks about the Carhartt shit, some specialized shit yeah. that you had talked about. And I just, you know, I just asked him what was on. Because you was wearing something Carhartt. Mm-hmm. I think it was during the summer when I saw you. And he was like, look, man, it's, you know, it's in a good space. So I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see that they tapped you as an influencer for their brand. You know, I always think of Carhartt, like you said, as the workwear. I remember my old man had like a tan one with the hood on there. Mm-hmm. And when he was out working in the yard, when the snow come, and he out there plowing, he got on that Carhartt. I just actually did a photo shoot for uh, a family shoot for D-Rick. And um, him and his uh, his children all rocking Carhartt. And it was uh, like a construction zone, too. Pictures came out really, really dope. That sounds like uh, a dope idea. I'm a, I'm a uh, you know, maybe yeah, they want yeah. yeah. It's uh, all Carhartt. So. Yeah, I mean, that's... The, the goal is to, you know, turn this into like a a lifestyle type of thing. You know what I'm saying? we I, They got the right people at the company now that is really tapping into 
what the culture's doing. We again like Cartier, shit, we hip hop been wearing Carhartt since the eighties, you know what yeah. I mean? So it ain't nothing new, you know what I mean? Now they're they're recognizing it in a way where it's like we really in the Mecca culture in Detroit, really a, a good bed for invention of culture, different styles and fads and all that come out of the city. You know, let's see what we can do, you know, and again, tap the right type of people to make it happen. I mean, shit, this urban, this urban agriculture country, shit, my goal is to get all the gardening motherfuckers rocking this shit. You know, what's interesting is uh, I only got three outfits. It's a hoodie, it's a polo, or it's a flannel. <laughs> I mean, those are good basic staples. You feel me? That is what it is. Uh, That's funny that you mentioned that gardening aspect, man. You know, when you was talking about, like, um, having pictures with your with your family. You know, I found an old picture of my parents' house and I forgot that like when we first moved in there, my mom had a whole garden in the backyard. Like she had plowed it. She was growing like cucumbers and uh di- like herbs, dill. We had a huge ass sunflower uh plant in the back that we would get like sunflower seeds on. Like and that was always a staple in the house like we was always it was always fresh vegetables from the garden and like she took a lot of she took a lot of pride and a lot of care in that you know I've I've always said that I just wanted to try my hand at like having like a small garden at the crib just to do if I could just grow some herbs and grow a little weed in the back I was supposed to reach out to you but I didn't end up doing it this year because this year uh, you know threw some curves at me but uh, next year I need I need cucumbers. I need some tomatoes, and just a couple small things. I gotta I'm gonna tap in, and um you know maybe you can help me out. Give me point me in the grow, right direction. You can grow some. so much food in just a small space like a backyard. People just yeah. do not know. They do not know how in that growing season your grocery bill. Yeah, a lot of squirrels by me though. Yeah, that so that's the thing too. COVID. Really bought the animals out. When we went inside, they all came out. They been yeah. hiding, you know what I mean, because it's so populated with humans and cars and noise. You know, the animals were hiding. Nah, shit, you man, you walking up the street to see a, a, some deer just they just doing their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to definitely protect the food in a different way now. But it gardening to save your life. It, you know, I don't know how. I would have got through the pandemic without losing my damn mind all the way around if I didn't start gardening in a commercial way. I was already growing in my backyard, a little shit like that. But uh, once I got on the land like that and had to. You kale in the backyard? Because, mm-hmm. like, when I do my, my juices, is cucumber, kale, um, spinach. Ginger. I know I ain't drawing no ginger in the backyard. <laughs> a ginger, apples. Celery, and I put apple um, apple cider, not apple cider vinegar, but yeah. apple cider. That usually be my my green juice in the yeah. morning. But uh, I need the cucumbers and the tomatoes, maybe some bell peppers or some shit. I know that's like some easy shit to grow. Yeah, you got to trellis the cucumbers, shit like that. But build it out, man. All you need is dirt, seed, sun, water, and TLC, and and you gon' you will be amazed at what you can do. You'll, you'll be amazed And you got a nice Big backyard It'd be nice for you To have a Yeah it's an L shape too So I already know Where on the On this side Where that's where It'll be the garden And shit yeah. And the other side Is where the dog Can be do his thing Over there and shit So yeah That'll be a nice look For you Yeah yeah, you you'll end up being out there every day, man. It'd be it, you'll start thinking about it. You know, once you see what you can do, like I say, all you need is a little plot. 
you see what you can do with that? I grow, I grow like four thousand pounds a year on the shit that you seen. Yeah, and I don't even use all of it, and that's like four. That's a I can feed the neighborhood with that for the whole season. So that's wild. You can grow a couple hundred pounds easy or some good shit. I just need some, I need some land in Michigan, dog, because I like Michigan. You I don't want to live nowhere else. I was looking. <laughs> Funny thing about it, your name came up in some business I was into. I was looking at some plots of land uh, over on the east where my my ex wife used to live at. They had like them a lot of these side lots, just like four hundred bucks. Uh, and they was you know the city has a surplus of them because mm-hmm. a lot of these abandoned houses, just the lots, like they try and give first right of refusal to like the the next door neighbors, but yeah. like if they don't move on it, just sitting there for like four hundred bucks. And, uh, you know, Pharaoh, he, he nice and humble, but he up over there playing Monopoly with a, with a good portion of the east side <laughs> and a couple plots that I thought were open. You know, I have some friends in the city, like, pull some information. It's like, nah. Big Rafa Pump got yeah, this. Yeah, he, he on this one right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I got, oh, yeah, I got, shit, that's two blocks. And then I got some shit on the west side. I got some shit. Hey, man, stay on the east side, my G. I know, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what we, you know, we Monopoly, you know what yeah. I mean? But no, nah, it's, Stay over on Baltic Avenue, man. Lee Park Place hey, Road on the west side. Don't nobody land on Park Place. <laughs> they always land on Baltic. You know what I'm saying? They catch up. But, nah, really, God ain't making no more land. You know what I mean? Buy that shit. You you never know. I may not want a garden on that no more. And just wanted to build a house or something on it. Do some type of development. Once you got it in control, man, you know, it's pandemic, hard. That's what I was on. Yeah. Looking at these lots. Because I was going to buy a lot. It was a lot over by... Um, Somewhere by Central High School or some shit, and I was I wanted to, I want the space, and then I was gonna drop. I'm not gonna tell you niggas my plan, but I wanted I'm, I'm, I just want the land. You I know, I, land. I was looking at some plots, and I like there's there's somebody in particular I can't think of the street, but it's off of a uh, it's off of Mac. Where this guy got like damn near a little compound. He's yeah, built, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, where he yeah. building the two houses together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got like damn near half a block. Yeah, he was on the news a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they they want him to hurry up, but like he taking his time with that bitch. But look, he doing it himself. Yeah, and yeah. He right down the street from my shop. He right down the street from he my garden. He is. He is. Right yeah. Down the street. Yeah. That's I oh, love the that shop too. By the way. Huh? It's it's um still still ticking, man. You know we struggle like other businesses, especially with the recessionary times we in. But shit, we still ticking. The family still there. Shoot it, shout it out. Uh, three K Auto, three K Auto. We ride on Chalmers and Charlevoix, right off Mac and Chalmers. Still there. You won't see the old dude there. You know, family, all the family operated. I, I have rolled up there before, and your pops was the first person that greeted me. Man, he the first person there. He the last person that leave. It's like, that's his whole little hookup, man. He always there. But, yeah, the, we still there ticking. I mean, uncontested corners. So, even in the hardest times, we going to get some business. There ain't nothing over there. Yeah. It's just us over there. So, yeah. you, know, you know. Y'all y'all literally the only thing on that corner. Yeah. Man, you know, I was looking at some places to rent and buy and be a whole bunch of shit over like a ham tramic and shit that shit just it's not as close to me as the studio is to me now yeah you know what i'm saying but like it'd be like a lot of land and a lot of opportunity over there i'm like man it only take me x amount of minutes to get there i can pop up at the studio by but you know we'll see what's going on at least up in may you know what i'm saying we got to do something gotta do something just sound like that's five years negotiating table. Like shit, you know what buddy. I'm saying? That's it's a five year lease. We've been here. We did it one year, and then I did a five, five year. 
I remember when it feels like yesterday when you came to me with the five year and I was right. like, I don't know. And then the next conversation we had, you was like, I already signed it. We're here. You know? And you was like, we'll just figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. No That's all you what. need. Look, but, um, I was not ready to commit. I was like, let's talk about it. Hey, man, I signed a lease. We're here. We, 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 I'm about to start moving stuff upstairs. I mean, I usually do to talk about it. I'm usually tentative. But yeah, that was the talk. But um, That was the talk. When I said, let's talk about it, yeah, that was the talk. And then I met you. I remember you sent me a video of the studio empty because you and Mike came up here. Yep. And then you sent me like, hey, I got the keys. She gave me a deal. It was a, a the, the rent went up every year for five years, but she gave me a deal instead of just starting off at the rate. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. Made it happen. Um, I would like my own space. You know what I'm saying? A standalone space. Um, a lot of people, the first thing people ask me, is it 420 friendly? No. Um, it's In an office building. But um, if I had my own location, maybe it could be. Well, it probably would be. You know what I'm saying? I would love to be it. But like, I'd have I, don't, I don't know. I say probably because like all, not all my clients want to come in here and smell smoke. You know what I'm saying? Maybe so, we have just one specific studio or a specific space. Like if you want. smell gonna be the smell. <laughs> like if it's in the same building, you gonna smell it. Like so, but like I, some a client may not want to come here, and leave out, and smell like weed. So there's a there's a music studio I record at. They got like a lot of nice suites in it. But if you want to smoke, they got a particular studio in the basement. You, want, you can't you smoke, smoke around in. electronic equipment. That shit is gonna fuck your shit up after a while. You have to be in like a specific area of the basement, but you can smoke down there. Yeah. But uh, but any event, you know, God knows what the future might bring. That's and, gonna uh, be he gonna bless us. He gonna, gonna bless us. You already know. He gonna bless us. Y'all done put in the work. This is, I mean, y'all started this podcast shit. Y'all know it. And, you know, I, I'm speaking on it because we see the fuck shit, man. It be awards and uh, acknowledgments for other things like you know, Shop Talk Podcast, check off all the boxes. I feel that way about me in a lot of respects. It's like I don't, I don't be making the, the, the 40 under 40s and the 30 under 30. I, I check off every fucking box. I can't man. do the 40 under 40s. I'm already 40, and I don't want no 50 under 50 because that's not a thing. Yeah. yeah. So y'all y'all drop the bag. Y'all fucking Niggas drop up. the it ball in because it's all political bullshit, but we have to give the flowers when it's, it's needed to be given. Like so many people done came through the blue and the black. Too many people have come through the blue and the black for it to not get the type of acknowledgement that it deserves in certain places and spaces. You know what I mean? I'm going to give it because y'all helped make me. I wouldn't have had the platform and reach to, you know, reach. And I've made friends from being on this damn podcast and I wouldn't have gotten what I have gotten in, in so many ways if I have not been on here frequently as I have been. And it's like. Blue and the black is where it's at, and everybody know it. They just got to shit show, you know. Not kiss the ring, but acknowledge that acknowledge, I'm here. Acknowledge, that's acknowledge all I'm asking. That I'm that's all I'm asking. I see you. I see you. You know just, what I'm saying? Just a, acknowledge that I'm in the room. I know just that. speak to me. I be seeing the people in the stories, you feel me, who don't follow me, but who are part of national brands and national podcasts, and a couple of them, some of them do follow me. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I know y'all see it. I'm not reaching out. I'm either going to do it myself. Or I'm probably going to do it myself no matter what. But I know. You know, it's. I I know. Being, I see you. Being critically acclaimed in the streets is one thing. But sometimes I do just want the acknowledgement of my peers. I know it shouldn't matter. 
I know I know it shouldn't matter to me, but I just want certain segments. But see, the thing just is, to, just to acknowledge it, me. But the thing is, we get acknowledgement from our peers. The other people are not our peers. Right. When you be looking at certain industries or whatever, like, oh, they be real clickish because they came up together and they made they made themselves the click. Right. Or the people at the top who control the industry. We run around with some heavy hitters. It may not be time to, to you know, whatever that bamboo tree is, take a, a long ass time to be kicked out of water. water up, but yeah. then like on one day, that bitch just jump up 50 feet or some shit like we got. We connected in every single part that matters, and we gonna be, we are the industry. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it. I don't want to sound like I'm whining about it, but every now and again, I want to win a popularity contest. I want some of the looks that I feel like we just. I don't want to use that word that we deserve, but that we didn't worked hard for. That's it. And we all do. We are. We we don't admit it, but we all want that. You know what I mean? Especially like again, going to them lists sometimes. It's like. I don't put in the work. I know everybody on that list. I know they, I don't want to compete, but I know if it came down to competing, you can't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know that them people know that and the people that make the I'm, list know that. And, and I'm cool with it until sometimes I'd be like, man, that shit kind of weak. I'm, I'm cool with it. Then I see some of the shit that go on and I'd be like, that shit is super weak. It's the behind Take the scenes shit. Take that monkey shit off. It's, it's, that, it's the behind the scenes shit. Once then, you see it and you know it, you know what I mean? You and know what be going behind it. It do be some shit. And then, then sometimes like, you know, when it, it comes like, down what to. What do it mean though? It's just a problem. Because if I still got to go to work every day, it ain't mean that much. It's just you a can put me it's, on your it's list. It's a popularity contest, but like I just feel like me and you, like we we can go pound for pound with anybody, with anybody, and I just I just want I just want people to see that, like we can I can talk, like me and you are the like top ten shit. I I am from the Joe Namath prime time Dusty Rhodes that class of shit talking. I am I am there. I mean, one day I'm gonna talk shit. Cause Muhammad Ali, Ric Flair, put me in those. Like I, I talk that talk. I'm really good at podcasting, and I got numbers to back it up. I just say that. Fair. One day I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get on and pop shit. But I, I'm really good at podcasting. And the shit only getting popped because the disrespect or just the lack of is there. Because if I had my just do, I wouldn't have to. But. You know I'm good. You know I'm good. And if we wanted to go toe for toe, or, and that's see where that I struggle with that because again, it'd be a lot of behind the scenes bullshit going on. And you, you stay humble. I practice with a high level of humility. But if you really wanted to be honest, you can't fuck with me. And you know I can't. You know. So this and was, that's this, the thing, man. This is where I be uh, have conversations with myself, right? Because I don't ever want to go down to ego, right? Yeah. And I don't ever want to, because like when you want to be quote unquote bigger, it's like yo, I want new fans. But what I'm worthy, really, what I've been trying to do is focus on the people who support us. Yeah. And as long as I keep focusing on the people who support us, that circle just gets bigger and bigger. Because oftentimes I see somebody that the people fuck with, and they they want to cross over so bad that they start entertaining to draw people in. But when you do that, then you start losing the people who was they they want you for a reason. They they like you for a reason. And that's when you start you absolutely start losing balance in that regard because 
why you feel the way that you feel, it ain't real. You know it's what I'm saying? Not. Because you got the love and you really didn't. And that's what got me to this place. You know what I mean? It's 600,000 some people. When I started this project with the story, it was a little bit more as far as population. If I had all 600,000 of Detroit fucking with me, I would be probably done with this project. But I probably would have failed like a motherfucker because I'm not ready at that time. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm more ready than you never really ready. I'm just more ready than I was yesterday. But I focused on the people who really fucked with me when times got hard. They gave me grace um, when I made a promise and I couldn't keep it at that time. Like I'm opening it and I'm opening it on this day. And that day come is not done. They stay fucking with me. It was only a minority of the majority, you know what I mean? Because the majority don't really give a fuck. They don't know this project or they know or don't care. I know at this point people know who I am. They just don't care to acknowledge it. Um, but I focused on the people who've always been shop talk, always been there. So many of my friends that I've developed over the years or just allies on the other side or whether it was from a lending standpoint, investment standpoint, resource standpoint, they always been there because they always recognized the work. They always knew what was going on. And that is what kept me going. It was never the other shit because that shit be artificial, man. You get a, a article or you might get some type of magazine acknowledgement by Tuesday. If you Somebody get it on Monday, by Tuesday, I don't give a fuck. What's so crazy is you you tweet the link to the article, like it, retweet, congratulations, never read the article. Yep. Like it looked good. Nine and a half I'm happy for the look team. for you. Yeah. I didn't even read it. I don't care about it. Well, Ain't, not that you that I want you to. But like, you know, that's not what I'm doing it for. I this is therapy for myself. Yeah. You feel me? Like I, I don't if I couldn't podcast, who gonna my friend I already talked to my friends enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing too, man. People don't they don't think about the longevity of this shit. Like, I wanna open this store like everybody wanted open that say they want it open. I don't want this bitch to close down within a year. Man. I want to stay open for 10 years easy. I want to stay open for 20 years with a little bit of struggle. I want to stay open for 30 years so that my kids can get it and all that other shit. I don't want to open just to close. If I bought into that bullshit that everybody feed in the media, I would open this bitch two years ago and we'll be having a different conversation today. No, I had to do the right thing. I had to go through some pain and I had to take my time with this shit so that it can open and it has a chance. Right now, we're in a recession. And I'm right at the end, open. What if you to open that bitch in 2019? Boom. And then 2020, boom. Boom. My lead consultant on my project went through that same thing. He was the first black-owned Save-A-Lot owner in the Midwest. He opened the Save-A-Lot on Warner Connor. He opened and then the recession happened. All that popping circumstance and all that shit ain't mean nothing. How about this? Nigga, I was ready to cash out my 401k and put everything into the studio. Like, fuck it. I'm about to go solo. I fucking Uber during the dates. I'm going I'm to have the studio open damn it 24 hours. I'll Uber. I'll do whatever the fuck to go 100% solo. I'll do my photography shit. I'll do whatever. And then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm glad I ain't jump out the window. Shit, I had a purchase agreement to buy a building, <laughs> to buy a whole building with just really start from scratch with no development help, no nothing. I had a whole purchase agreement. COVID happened. It was supposed to happen that way because I wasn't ready for that opportunity. 
once I got the right pieces to get on Jefferson and Manistique and all that shit, that's what God prepared. I, I hate to use that. Let me not say that. I don't think God created this pandemic. This shit was wild, but we we got perfectly placed to do the God's work because of this pandemic. Because that opportunity wasn't for me. Shit, I had a ground up construction project. You know, I sent sent you the man. That yeah. shit was perfect in my mind. When you look back at it, the parties I was involved. That shit was gonna be a fucking nightmare. And who's to say I would be allowed to deal with? I probably would have blew my damn brains out dealing with that shit. I'm in the perfect situation. Because I took my time and focused on who fucked with me and not focusing on who didn't. And that's that's really the lesson in all this shit, man. That shit, all this shit is fake, man. The love be fake most of the time. The real love is really what drives you through. And the hate that you experience, it's just school. You know what I mean? You got to learn something from it. You might get slapped around a little bit, get your feelings hurt a little bit. And then tomorrow comes, you still got to work. You learn from all that pain and that dumb shit. But don't ever absorb it and don't ever think it's real because it ain't shit fake. Shit ain't real. Uh, Dang, man. You got a music pick this week, brother? Nope. Sure don't. Sorry. Um, That's it. I ain't got no music pick this week. Sorry. All right. Y'all send me some music. I really want some R&B. I really want like some new niggas doing some R&B. We got any local. I mean, sorry. Do we have any Detroit-based or Southeast Michigan-based R&B um, artists who listen to the pod or that you, your cousin or such and such? Send us some music. Yeah. ShopTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tap in. Um, I'm going to listen to it. And uh, it might fuck around be a music pick. Yeah. You feel me? Slow Music Week. What? I know Boldy dropped a new project today. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh. Somebody else dropped a project today. Uh, fuck. I know for sure Bodie drops some new shit, though. I can't think of who else dropped. All right. Well, I, I actually prepared a Who's Man's is just today. All right. Um, I got two Who's Man's. As a matter of fact, before we get to Who's Man's is this, what you think about this, uh, this Gunner situation? <laughs> I think these young kids don't understand what snitching is. I'm... I'll be honest, man. I, I feel a double. I feel two ways about snitching. Number one, like if you if you in it, like you understand what you into. Niggas don't start worrying about like the consequences till they start looking at big numbers. When a when a DA offering you 20, 30 years, then niggas start thinking about the consequences of this shit. But like when you when you got your hands in the streets. It's blood in and blood out. Like you just don't, you don't get to punch out. Like if you worked at UPS, like this, this is what you signed up for. These are the benefits me, that you signed up for. But on the other hand, he a young nigga. Let me play what. Let me play ahead, what, it, what. What will happen in court? Some startling statements. Please state after each statement whether or not you agree or acknowledge that statements are true. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Items did 
did not belong to you? Yes, ma'am. And do you acknowledge the following statement? I recognize, accept, and deeply regret that my talent and music indirectly furthered YSL the game to the detriment of my community. YSL as a game must end. Is that your statement or acknowledgement? Yes. All right. So we heard that. That uh, YSL is a gang. I've seen people or have knowledge of crimes committed in furtherance of the gang. Um, when I got pulled over with another gentleman, none of that shit was mine. And the gang must end. Now, I don't know what's going on, though. I'm not ready to say who's what, who's nothing until this whole thing is over. Because what if everybody was like, yo, we bought the cop to the gang shit and that's it. We'll do the gang time, but not the Rico time. You feel me? Okay. Like, so if it's concerted, like, yo, everybody about the cop to, yeah, I'll do some, yo, we organize, we, we're a gang. I'll do that time. I'm not trying to do Rico time. So until this finishes out, I don't want to speak. That's a valid point. You know what I'm saying? Because who knows? So I didn't I didn't even factor in that aspect. That's a valid point. So why are you giving them who's man's? That's not who's man's. I just want to talk about this oh, because okay. it's, it's something it's something that, that happened this week. Okay. Uh it was it's one other topic. So that um I do think it's a different energy than Takashi though. Cause but, I, I when this was it's a whole bunch of comments on this saying he's not snitching. Because this is just what you got to do in court, and blah, blah blah blah. Outside of if this, the, I don't want to hear that shit from niggas that ain't never been to court. I don't want to hear that shit. I, I don't care if I ever been to court. I may have never did nothing wrong, but if I say this is a gang, these niggas do bad shit. This not my drugs, and these niggas need to end. That's a lot of incriminating information. <laughs> yeah, like every single thing of that incriminating. I was facing ten years. Now I got 500 hours of community service. That's helping something. And he was like, I ain't make no statements. I don't got to testify. You 100% got to testify. And it's, and it's like you and 100%. Cooperated statements. You 100% have to, like, that's the part you have to come back and testify. Now, whether you plead the fifth, that's up to you. You feel me? But like you, everything he said, I didn't make any statements and, my nigga, this came out like twenty minutes. That's, after you. that's a statement. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a statement that's just not being now, technically used in the the conviction of other folks. It's is it, we moving the goalpost on what's what's snitching, what's absolutely. Not. Um, now yeah. if they all got together, I don't know this to be the case. And say, yo, this is what we are gonna do. The lawyers be like, listen, everybody cop out to being a gang, and that's it. That's going to some of y'all going to walk free and it's going to lessen the time on whoever because we can do 20 years or we can do three or four for, I don't know, being her gang or some shit like that. Um, we'll see how that plays out. But if it play out, because that shit sounds incriminating in the month. It does. That's incriminating as hell. And uh, that was a lot of defense. It was a lot of defense in those comments. These kids don't know shit, man. Now, granted, I mean... If the shit like y'all been telling this is the gang the whole time, right? Like I don't understand where niggas be like y'all shouldn't be using rap lyrics against them, but y'all believe these lyrics. 
And then they got arrested for doing something that they said they do in the lyrics. Push and and now you like, but that's just creativity. But y'all said it was real. <laughs> two things can be true at the same time. It might be creativity, but y'all niggas a gang. Y'all robbing, stealing, extorting. Y'all niggas a gang. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild to me. But I'm not a criminal, and I'm not in the streets. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean like I'm offering up information, <laughs> but. Uh, that, I'm not trying to get involved. I sw- maybe that's why I don't like clicks and gangs, and and I'm I'm cool solo. Yeah, and it's less trouble. I don't have I don't have to worry about another person's actions if I'm not in a part of the the, the in- gang. Yeah, I don't want to be. You know what? I did have something too. I wanted to speak about. Shout out to the homie uh, D Scott. I was calling that nigga D Ray, but then <laughs> D Scott followed me on on uh, Twitter. So shout out to the homie. And he was, and the first thing he said, like, yo, this is D-Ray. I mean, this is D-Ray. Uh, he sent me something about, have y'all seen this viral video floating around his mother cutting her daughter's braids out of her hair? I have. I think that shit fake, but I have. No, I haven't seen that. It's, uh, it's a social media, I guess the daughter is allegedly being, like, disobedient. She got, like, some long box braids down her back. And her mama go to cutting them off, essentially leaving the girl with like a little little nappy mini fro. Mm. Uh, they said alleged at the end of things, like she ended up buying her a wig or something, but like just the whole production of embarrassing your child on social media. It, if it's for likes, if it's for attention, anything embarrassing your children publicly, that's a seed. We talked about planting a seed. That's a nasty seed that you planting, and that's just nasty work. Niggas want to be social media famous for their 15 minutes so fucking bad. I'm not putting my children in the mix of my fuckery. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I don't think that's a um, a great idea to just cut our hair off on the Internet. Well, one, if the punishment is for the Internet, then it's not. It's punitive, and it's not like trying to. I'm not for punishment for the sake of punishment. Do you think this going to change behavior, right? But you just doing it for for for, for likes and screen. I don't think that I I, I don't like it. Yeah, um, teenagers are strange, man. They're hard breed. They're hard. They're hard batch to breed, or to, or to raise, or whatever the fuck you got to do to make sure they don't die. That shit is a challenge. Uh, last point before I get to whose man's is this? Y'all seen this Skip and Shannon shit? Earlier this yeah. week, yeah, Skip, yeah, fucking yes, yeah, I, I don't like how Skip talked to Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. That's what he get for cooning too much, though. Keep fucking around with these white folks. Thinking that you're. But when I say that these white folks, I'm not talking about white people. I'm talking about that level. Uh, I tell you what, I used to, I was, I was, I always used to fuck with with Shannon heavy, and LeBron talked to sucking off LeBron every day. That shit get irritating quick. But when he put on the the the, the um the stocking cap, had the black and mile hanging off his lip, and he, had that the, he had the Hennessy and shit. Like my nigga, this don't look good. Like you playing a, you you literally playing a character and you cooning it up. I don't like that shit. And I, I I just didn't. I ain't like how he, how you been attacking Kyrie Irving for like a year and a half. You feel me? I don't like that shit. That being said, how you let that man talk to you like that, dog? You seen the pain. He was sick. He was sick. It hurt his it hurt his ego. It hurt his feelings. But you let him get too close and too comfortable where he felt like he could talk to you like that. Like y'all was peers. Bitch, I am a Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. I'm spart I'm part of go. 
still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Skip, I did no, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Skip, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you. Better. Skip, what I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, you, for I, don't, I don't take Skip. personal oh, shots. Time you time started it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I didn't so, take oh, a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It's it's just so. It, so it's you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever played your game. I'll support him over anybody because he's white. Because he's white. Um, what Tom Brady is doing is a very bad science experiment. It's just, it's, this this is not going to end well. Yo, this nigga told him, "Put your fucking glasses back on. Put your put your put your glasses back on." Like he had to mute him. So he's like, "Put your put your glasses back on." He said, "Put your fucking glasses back on, boy, nigga. boy." And they ain't even talk about that shit the next day. And they ain't mention it at all. Boy, I wish you would. Yo, I will walk the fuck out of this bitch. And who the fuck can if Shannon left the show? Who the fuck Skip gonna get? Ernestine. <laughs> who the fuck got this? Who the fuck want to sit there with what white man gonna sit up there with Skip? I don't want to hear Skip and another white man talking for almost three hours. I don't want to hear that shit. This show ain't shit without Shannon. Yeah, I want to hear that. Run the Jalen Rose back on his ass and see. You know, Jacoby just left ESPN. Did he? Yeah, just what this about week. Jalen and Jacoby then. It's it's probably gonna get dissolved. Jacoby just parted ways with them just this week. It was like Wednesday or Thursday. Shit, I ain't know that. I like Jalen on this Kyrie shit. I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, that's only that's the only misstep I've ever seen him do. Uh, I I didn't like it at all. By the way, I, I didn't either. It hurt me. Kyrie finna knock niggas over the head when he come back with them New Balances too. And he Kyrie, might, he might be fucking one old, old boy with the sigh or the black dude who make all the, the nice gym shoes was on the Breakfast Club a couple of times. I heard they got a he got um they in some real talks to to, to produce his shoe. He independent thinker. I can see it happening. Yeah, I can see he it got happening. Some dude, he got some nice shoes. He do the uh the fulfillment though, like you pay for them in advance and then we ship them to you. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Ain't been. If that's his business model and it works, shit, fuck it. Um, all right. Whose man's is this? Y'all voted for this shit. I did not. This is a Michigan's uh, attorney general, by the way. No, it's not a problem for kids who are seeking a good education. Drag queens. Okay, let me say this. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. Drag queens are entertainment. Um, and you know what I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I say this, a drag queen for every school. That, that is what would be fun for kids and lift them up when they are having emotional issues. Boy, if you don't get the fuck out of here. And that's when parenting gets hard. Because <laughs> you dealing with all this other shit. You got to deal with all that other that perfect plan. You got to drive on the, the thing, road. Though, right? Yes. They've been having yeah. the drag queens come to schools and read them drag queen reading, reading hour. And um, our president, Joe Biden, has supported this. Uh, 
the hell drag thing. queen reading hour is a wild fucking event all drag the, queen reading hour all over the country my g um also our health and human services the director is a trans transgender and it's a whole like this is what y'all voted for i did not vote for this particular person for the michigan attorney general i did not but y'all saw one word and gave them your vote this motherfucker is crazy well no mac matter of fact she's not crazy she doing what she told because that didn't even sound like she believed that shit like are we fucking what drag queens are fun they make everything what how about the school just teach the children how to read and write and that's it leave all everything else to the parents that's not your responsibility just 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 to just teach them like arithmetic english social studies hunter gatherer like something <laughs> like what we, what oh my god watch y'all vote for this the world just ain't real. What did y'all know about the attorney general before y'all went down there two weeks ago and, and penciled her name in? We what did you know about her? We definitely didn't know that. Man, people don't be knowing 90% of the ballot. They vote. No, they, they, and I, and I've been guilty of it myself getting to the yeah, ballot yeah, booth yeah, and be like, yeah, who is all these niggas running from the school board? I only know. They swore they voted early. When you get to fucking batted in the, the ballot in the mail early, why the fuck you ain't look? Yeah. <laughs> but tell you if you didn't vote, it's your fault. It's you, you, it's your no, it's your fault because you put this motherfucking office. Drag. You put your support behind some shit like this. Maybe you do want the drag queens to, t to talk to your kids every day. Dog, and I why is it a drag queen only when a man is dressed up like a woman? Where are the women who dress up like men? Do they come and talk? To the school, drag kings. Uh, not all y'all looking like them though, black women. That's why y'all contour your face and do your eyebrows like that. Y'all don't realize what happened, but that's where it came from. So not all y'all got the same face. I just want us to just stop for a second. Just stop, stop, stop fucking playing. Stop fucking playing. Like so, this is a this is a thing that you'll find common once you have children. Eventually, you have to look these motherfuckers in the face and be like, all right, it's time to be serious. We're going to stop fucking playing. And that's what we need to do. Like in reality, we need to need to grab like, look, we had it was fun. You, you had you did enough. Now, let's just stop and go back to being fucking for real. Stop. Stop. I thought COVID did that, man. Like everybody sitting down. We chilling. It bought out the bush in people, man. This shit got worse, man. It's crazy. Because you you said a lot of weird. So weirdos be having to confine when they out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to act normal. No, they send all these weird ass niggas back home in their own thoughts, their own communities all day long. I'm homeschooling. And well, when, I'm, when I say homeschool, I don't mean I'm teaching the kids. I mean, like, a person paid to come inside the home and teach the kids. And I get to approve what they teaching. You know what I'm saying? Not 
Mama gonna do all the teaching. No, no, Daddy I get gonna it. do all the teaching. Because that's what I think people think when they say homeschool. No, I, I know somebody that homeschools their children, and that's exactly what they do. They have like a little classroom set up in the yeah. house. Somebody come out. Now the kids ain't in school all day. Somebody come out from like ten to one and do what they need to do with the kids. Because I'm not doing this type of shit. Yeah. Like as an adult, as a you know. <laughs> I don't want to go around this road, but listen, when you go down to your, your your parent meeting and you get loud with the school board because you don't want this type of shit in there, did you know that our president um, and his kind supported legislation to get you put on a on a list as on if terrorist you're a terrorist? List. If you go tripping at a school board meeting, you a fucking terrorist. That's fucking crazy, my G. And I know that sounds crazy like it's some shit I'm making up. No, that's just real. You a fucking terrorist. So if I don't want drag queens to teach my nieces, nephews, or my daughter, son, whatever, and I go down to make a stink about it, I can end up on a on a list as a terrorist. You don't want federal hate crimes and <laughs> and be labeled as a terrorist. They're gonna do bad things to you in federal court. In your search for freedom, have you noticed that you've been losing all of yours? I'm just gonna leave leave us with that one. Um, but whose man's is that? That's all I got. Whose fucking man's? Is Just that? stop playing. Stop fucking playing in my face. Who's stop. Man's, whose man's is gonna be down there reading to the kids? <laughs> Drag queen reading hour is the wildest shit I have heard this year. It's just too much for me. Shit is wild. <laughs> Pharaoh, you as you know, when we had guests in, we let them go first to give all these socials where people can find you, where people can support you at, where people can invest at. Give them all your info, good brother. I am retiring Pharaoh underscore Rafa, and it's going to be at the new year, Big Rafa Pump. All socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Neighborhood Grocery is the company that I rep. Make the hood great again is the company that I rep. Make the hood healthy again is the brand that I live by. You can find all of that on Instagram. www.neighborhood-grocery.com is where you can support the movement that I'm on. Pharaoh uh, Rafa will be no more <laughs> at the December the 31st, 2020. You know they're going to say that on the news. Uh, we have community activist Big Rafa Pump. And you better say all that. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but nah, uh, this is probably going to be the last time. Um, nah, I ain't going that far. Nah. Feral underscore Rafa is what it is. Um, I'm ending my year with my dogs. Um, we appreciate you coming out, man. Love it. Love y'all. And y'all deserve the flowers, man. Y'all the ghosts. Thank you. We appreciate you. It is your man, Dane, three underscores, 313 on the gram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. New episode, A Dame After Dark, uh, be coming next week. I think I'm going to call it Talk Nasty to me. Uh, that'll drop sometime next week, so look out for that, too. Uh, yo, shout out to y'all, 247 weeks in a row. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate it. Big Rafa Pump for coming through. You feel me? Ending the year off right. Checking in with him. Uh, next week, we got the Royal Rumble in this motherfucker. You feel me? We got to end the year off with a Royal Rumble episode. So, myself, Dave, Verge, 
Cheyenne, June. You feel me? Shout out to shout out to Burns, man. He dropped some juices in in that in one of them weeks of the grocery boxes, man. That's what's up. I, I fucked with him, um, and he he delivered. You know what I'm saying? It was one of the highlights uh, from the feedback I received that week, man. It was one of the, one of the highlights of the week, man. Uh, apple juice. It was a bunch of apple juice stuff. Yeah, Verse you bring apple juice next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That apple juice with, is good as a, fuck. He got a winner with that one, my Yeah. Fuck. Should I leave the belt for y'all, man? Y'all doing the world run, but I should leave the belt. Man. You know, well, you know, whatever up. you feel comfortable with, man. We'll take good care of it. Yeah. Shit, that's the 23rd. You feel me? Pull up, yeah. That's your, you know what I'm saying? We start the weekend off. Or start your birthday weekend off right. Yeah, you know have what? Time. Hell yeah, I'm leaving this bitch here, and I'll be back. Man. All right, yeah. good enough. That it'll commit you to coming back. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, in any event, um, I'm Jay Johnson, three on three on everything that matters. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Matter of fact, go follow the YouTube. Um, it's Jay Johnson underscore. Man, oh, it's Jay Johnson three one three. I think. Yeah, it is. YouTube Jay Johnson three one three. Follow the. Sub- Matter of fact, it's in every fucking note of all the notes of the podcast. Go follow the YouTube channel. Um, shout out to Comic J Will last week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got a lot of good feedback on that. I did. Episode. I did. Good episode. Uh, I thought that was really dope. Uh, we just ending the year off pretty. Hey, listen. We ended the, we ended the year off strong. But we begin that motherfucking crazy. We got some shit coming out the gate. We got some shit coming out the gate. And, uh,. Man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, books and time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jed Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Big Rafa Pop.